two, one, zero. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. And now, from the beautiful Lakeside Studios of Wave Radio Boston, it's the first wave with John. I don't remember. Kevin McHale. Don't, uh, <laughs> ever, ever, ever call me stupid. Okay. Pete. It was like a, a, the pot of gold at the end of the leprechaun's rainbow. Let's face it, this is not the worst thing you've caught me doing. And Becca Lee. I'm lactose intolerant. That stings the nostrils in a good way. Thank God for them internets. Dance off, bro. Me and you. The best radio station in the world. In the world. Is right here. Right now. Well, we're waiting. And now, the program recommended by four out of five proctologists. You're right. First wave on Wave Radio Boston. All right, welcome into the first wave on Wave Radio Boston. It's a very special Thursday. Thank you for joining us. My name is Pete. That guy over there, that's John Anthony. Good evening, everyone. And across from him, the lovely Miss Becca Lee. Hi. 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 How are you? Good. How are you? (laughs) Wow. You guys all acquainted now? (laughs) Yeah. Very nice. I haven't seen her in a week. <laughs> well, that's true. Yeah. That's true. You know, we've got a lot of catching up to do. Uh, yes. Have I aged? Uh, oh, <laughs> boy. Trick question. <laughs> Warning. Warning. Do Warning. Do you notice anything different so, about So, waveradio <laughs> is our website. <laughs> oh, boy. We're off and running already. Oh, yeah. Uh, so It's going to be a fun one tonight. It is going to be a fun one tonight. So, uh, it is a very special uh, evening for us, we are privileged to be able to premiere the new Dire Holiday album, uh, Together and Broken. We're very, very excited to do that. Yeah. Yes. Um, it, so it's it's just uh, it's just another part of the family doing right. something a little different. That's right. Yeah. So although uh, that's how they started with the whole thing, yes. but you know, it, <laughs> yeah. we'd like to think different this is us. the most important part of things. That's Come right. on. That's right. So uh, so Dire Holiday is made up of. Uh, a couple of guys who just happen to be fantastic hosts on this here radio program, this here station. Uh, so that is, it is comprised of uh, two gentlemen, uh, Mr. Eddie Dyer, who uh, runs Double Click Radio every Sunday for us uh, from 12 to 2. And that's um, noon. Uh, that's <laughs> noon. Yes. Yeah. Noon, Eastern. Noon, Eastern. Eastern. Oh, she beat All you times too, Eastern. I, I was waiting. I was waiting. I was waiting. I was waiting. And then uh, I, I was just waiting to see whether Pete would say it. Yeah. Uh, no, I never say it. I know. know I know. We uh, don't let him talk. It's the only reason I'm here. <laughs> and then uh, the other half of that, that peanut butter sandwich is uh, Hal Holiday, who uh, 
tries to keep the uh, the reins on the uh, How Holidays Rock and Food Review every Tuesday from six to nine. So we're looking forward to sitting down with those guys. We'll be with them. Uh, they'll be joining us just after the next the first music break. We got a ton of stuff to get through. Oh, We're yeah. basically going to walk our way through their their album, which we are very privileged to be able to do. I love this. It's a record release party, and we're doing a deep dive. Yes, uh, yes. This is the way that it's supposed to be. That's right. You know, that's I, right. that's, that's how I look at it. Yes. Is this is the way you, you should get all the education out of the way first. Yes. And then go back and listen to it about 1,800 times. <laughs> that's true. Um, but we, we wanted to, and we usually do this later on, on in the show, but we did want to tell you about stuff that we have going on uh, with the station, uh, because we got a lot. Yeah, and just so that we don't forget. Yes, exactly. Because <laughs> or run out of time. Be, because we know that we're going to have a busy show. We know we're going to get you know, hip deep and a lot of great music, so we want to make sure uh, to do a ton of, uh, you know, let you know what's going on. So um, where should we start? Let's see. Let's start with, why don't we start with our new shows? Okay. Our new shows coming up. Um, <clears throat> so... We have two shows for sure that will be premiering in March. Beautiful. Uh, so um, starting on Sundays uh, at a time that is within a couple of days of being locked down and finalized. Okay. Uh, we, we have the Harmonic Headspace uh, with uh, Astro and, and Prosty. Yep. Uh, that is going to be on Sunday evenings. Yep. Uh, so uh, those guys are, are going to take you on a trip through um, music in in many different ways. Uh, they're going to play a lot of different music. They're going to break down some of your classics. Uh, I know uh, Prosty is excited to... Uh, you know, to bring in instruments and actually break down songs and talk about how how songs are you know constructed. So it's a music lovers uh, program for sure. Yeah, that's a that's a behind the music's behind the music yeah. uh, kind of show, and, yep. they, and they will get in your headspace. Yes, which is exactly what they're supposed to do. That's right. So. That's right. And uh, the other show that is coming. So once again, that's Sunday evenings. Uh, Harmonic Headspace with Astro and Prosty. Uh, and then the other show... And that's premiering March 7th. That's right. Sorry. March 7th is the premiere for, for that. Once again, uh, the time uh, to be locked down probably this week, within the next couple of days. Let me know if it changes. Yes. <laughs> uh, and then the other show that is going to be premiering in March, we do not have a firm date for this yet, but it uh, it is uh, going to be probably mid-March. Yeah, there that, needs to be some training first. Yes. Uh, well, he's, he's done some training. He's got some stuff, some project stuff that he's trying to finalize. Yeah. Uh, but uh, this is going to be, so this was actually courtesy of one of Hal's guests, actually. Nice. Uh, Big Ben Hillman uh, was one of Hal's guests, uh, one of his cool. uh, first few shows, and um, struck up a conversation with the young man. And uh, he is going to be doing Big Ben's Soul Review uh, nice. every Wednesday from 10 to midnight. That is fantastic. You know, it's nice to have some of those later shows yes. that are st starting to pop in. Yes. Uh, because that's just when you really want, you know, between ten and midnight. Mm -hmm. If you're gonna be, if you're gonna be listening to soul, or yes. or when soul really means the most, yes, it's usually later at night. Yes, some baby making music <laughs> yes, for sure. Is. That's right, baby it's, making it, music. It, uh, he need, he may need to. 
I, I think it's Big Ben's Baby Maker Soul <laughs> Review, or just Big Ben's Baby Maker might be the uh, the, the best name for that. Uh, we'll go. have to bring that up uh, in our production meetings. We'll yes. have to uh, get some promo condoms. <laughs> yes. 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 <laughs> Big Ben's Soul Review, yeah. brought to you by... Durex. <laughs> Durex. Oh, ah, there's. Well, that's the one that you. That's the one that you end up getting when all the rest of them are yes, sold out exactly. from your tiny little neighborhood place that never restocks. Yes. Or from the the machine and the club. Yes, that's probably more like. I'm it. sure those case, are reliable. Uh, by the way, in, in which case the uh, the 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 uh, the whole idea of soul music yes. uh, is probably not going to be your theme song if that's uh, yes. getting it from the club. Yes. Yeah. No, that's true. But yeah. you could get some Drakkar Noir at the same time. Yeah, from well, the same machine, usually. yeah, yeah, or a little cool, uh, little cool water. There you go. Or they right. come in the little wipies or something. Yes. I think uh, they no. used to have ah. the little spray that would spray out at you. Oh gosh! Oh yeah! Oh that that's, that's a, going that's a way strip back. club thing. Oh, is it? That's a strip. Club oh, I'm thing. sorry. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's a strip club thing. Uh, my my bad. So I've heard. Yeah. Yes. I, I, you might be right. Yes. <laughs> well, we'll have to find out. Yeah. Those are the only ones Someday. I've ever seen. I, I remember, I'm, I'm old enough to remember um, stories. I never saw one of these, but I, I definitely heard stories about when you actually still use pay phones to go home and tell your family that you weren't going to be home because you had to work late. Okay. And it was a, uh, a, a phone booth, a soundproof phone booth in the strip club that you could select the background noise. <laughs> and so you could say, okay, I'm at the office yes. or uh, yes. I'm... Uh, I, I'm watching. In the elevator. A, I'm, I'm watching yeah. a little league game. Yeah, yeah whatever like it was. Yeah, I had nice. You could select it. See type, now, those, typewriters and those are like the that. good old days. Well, unfortunately, well, unfortunately, chances are your significant other already has you GPS. So well, now, well, now. So, yeah, yeah, now. Yeah. That's why I said those are the good old days. What is the appropriate music for that? You're saying, oh, they actually have typewriter sounds. Yeah, it was like or type, whatever yeah, or yeah, office just din, murmur, murmur, office din. Yeah. Well, Crowd I, noise. I still Crowd love the. Uh, I still. I'm love at the ball game. <laughs> I still yeah. love the. Uh, I still love the name of the bar down in the uh, down in the financial district, mm-hmm. uh, called the Office. Yeah, uh, honey, I'm at, I'm at the office. There you go. And you weren't lying. So <laughs> thank you very much to the proprietors of the Office That's right. uh, for really giving us all some type of way out without lying. Yeah, yes. I'm going to that restaurant and bar church all the time. That's yeah. right, yes. yes. <laughs> Becca Lee is a frequent member of church. Yeah. Yes. And di- did I screw up uh, Prosite Toast already? No, you uh, got it right. Prosty? You, got, you said Prosty. Prosty. Okay, all right. We got, we got, pro- right. We, we got an, uh, a text from Prosite Toast. <laughs> oh, you did say thanks for pronouncing my name correctly. Yeah. Okay. See, there you go. And that's and there. I'm, I'm automatically assuming I didn't do it right. No, no, no. You actually, I, I, I think I might have corrected you, um, because I had I, I done I, it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I heard prost. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, it was prost. Prost like toast. I'm not. I'm not going to make that mistake again. I, no. I promise, prosty. No. All right. And uh, so we got a, we got a lot going on. Um, some some you know capital improvements in the studio. We got. Walls now, we don't, we'll walls, someday, windows. We got all sorts. Someday of we'll shit have a door. On. We yeah. could only afford the roof before. Yes. Yeah, yes. yeah. Uh, so not lo- much has changed. Lots no, going no, on there. Um, new credit card. Yeah. <laughs> um, that that lo- that uh, new SBA loan must have gone. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly. Hey, are our interns considered employees? Can we get some kind of COVID uh, yeah. relief That's or something? That's the problem. No. Yeah. Oh, yeah. good lord. <laughs> um, 
So the rest of the week, so we'll, we'll just run down the, yeah, uh, let's the do shows. Yeah, quick while everybody's uh, listening. So starting Instead on... Instead of at the end when nobody is. Exactly. So starting on Monday, uh, we have uh, the, the Monday wake-up, weekly wake-up with uh, Bottoms Up, Appetite for Discussion with Ashley Bottoms. Uh, that's every Monday from 7 to 9-ish, 9.30, really, yeah, if I'm lucky. There's no stopping her. <clears throat> um, so she, uh, her, uh, her guest this past week was Barbarian Thieves, um, <clears throat> which was, a, was a, a great interview. She does have a live band coming in this week. Um, whose name escapes me? I know the the lead guitarist's name is Jay Apt. Uh, so uh, check check that out on Monday. This will be a live band performing. Uh, Tuesday is once again, as we mentioned, how holidays rockin' food review. That's every Tuesday from six to nine. And then on Wednesdays, live from the Fallout Shelter, uh, from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern Time, that is uh, one of our remote uh, programs from down in the general D.C. area. That's right. It is our only one now. Uh, but uh, that's a great show for alternative, uh, alternative music, just some really yes. cool stuff that, yep. again, you probably haven't heard uh, since you've listened to FNX yeah. back in the day. Yeah, but they're, they're, they're kind of uh, all they, over they the they place, are. too. I mean, they, yeah. that, that, they did a great soul show. That soul, soul show, show was really well. good, yeah. really good. So tune yep. into them uh, live from the Fallout Shelter, 8 to 10 p.m., and then, uh, again, coming up soon, Big Ben's Soul Review will follow them between 10 and midnight. Yeah, that's going to be an action-packed four hours for sure. Oh, yeah. And then Thursdays, uh, we got you back here uh, from 8 to 11 on the first wave. Um, So tonight, of course, we have the Dire Holiday album release. But coming up in the next couple of weeks... Oh, two great bands. Yes. Next week, uh, we will have the band Twig uh, live in the studio performing for you. And then the following week, uh, Den Recording Artist... Uh, War on Alexandria will be joining us. Uh, So that's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, to sit down with uh, that crew, um, so we're all right. Really as much fun that. as it's going to be to sit down with them, yes, I want to hear them play. Yes, yes, it's going to be going to be a lot of fun. And then Sundays, uh, we got we we're just chock full of uh, of great content on Sundays. We've got uh, the jazz shift uh, from nine a.m. to eleven ish, and then goes right into Double Click Radio with uh, Mr. Eddie Dyer. That's from noon to two. Yep. And then uh, don't forget uh, our brand new harmonic headspace uh, starting on uh, the March 7th. Yes. Uh, we're not sure exactly when. Somewhere maybe around 9-ish, maybe a little earlier. Yep. We don't know. But it's going to yep. be somewhere around there. Uh, we're really excited to have, uh, to have them join the Wave Radio Boston family. Yeah, they got a lot of uh, great ideas, and they're very, very excited, which is exactly what we like to see. We've got more shows in development, uh, if you can believe that. So we're very excited to uh, to bring all this new content to you. And don't forget, if you have an idea for a show, if, if you look at it going, yeah, if you guys can do it, I can do it. Oh, fair uh, fair which statement. Is, which is pretty fair. Yeah. Uh, then send us an email to share the air at waveradioboston.com. Uh, we'll help you, even if you just have a little bit of an inkling of an idea, hey, I want to try to do something, I've got an idea, we can help you develop it. We, we've done so already. Um, we, we were just kind of shooting the shit, and we ended up with a Sunday night show. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so Exactly, yeah. And, uh, and a big shout-out uh, to Prosty for supplying the studio with a uh, receiver that actually can m- 
can approximate uh, stereo. So thank you very much for that. Yeah, we do appreciate that. Yes. We've been we've been running off of an old one that came out of my trunk yes. for a while. That we were it was down to one channel. Yeah. So thank you for that. All right. Enough of us yimmering, yammering. We we all know yeah, why but they you're need, here. They need to know about everything that you can. All the different things that you can get here at Wave Radio Boston. They do. It's and, important. And they need to know how they can communicate with our guests coming up. Which is really important. So uh, we've got uh, Dyer Holiday here walking into the studio as we speak. Uh, listener line, if you'd like to give them a call, 617-829-9283. And if you just want to fire off a quick text, 617-764-9283. By the way, those 9283s that you see in there? W-A-V-E. Aren't we clever, kids? Uh, paid extra for that. Yes, we did. Not. And well worth every penny. That's right. All right, let's get to some music. All right. Hmm, I wonder who picked this one. Some Bowie. Boy, you got Hey, baby 
617-829-WAVE or shoot us a text at 617-764-WAVE. I will text you.
All right, that's Elvis Costello. I it's never, one of those buttons. Never Buttons's hit the wrong button. No, button. it's, it's one of those buttons. It's it's directly behind yeah. the mic post. Let me move this head. Hey, now. All right. Be- Becca Lee is removing the head from the uh, from the area. All right. Uh, so that was, that was Elvis Costello and Pump It Up on Wave Radio Boston. That, of course, is the opening song that you'll hear before every Hal Holiday's Rock and Food Review. Uh, and Tuesdays at 6. Tuesdays at 6. Eastern. PM. Hey, he got it. There you go. <laughs> and uh, before that, we heard uh, our guest for next week on the first wave. That's Twig and their so- song, Booze Hound. Looking and, forward to that live. And yeah. at the top of that set, we heard pulled directly from uh, the uh, Bowie Barrett birthday bash playlist, David Bowie and Rebel Rebel. Hey. You want to hear your original music on Wave Radio Boston? Email us at media at waveradioboston.com with a song or two and tell us a little about little old you. We'll get back to you about profiling your music and upcoming gigs. Join the real radio revolution and say F you to FM with Wave Radio Boston. All right. F you to FM indeed. Uh, and here's a couple of people who say F you to FM on a weekly basis. That's right. They do. <laughs> uh, so welcome back to the first wave, uh, Mr. Eddie Dyer and Hal Holiday, the gentleman from Dyer Holiday. Yeah. Yeah. All right. What's oh, going on? Oh, we're, uh, no, we're not we got to we got to bring the guest mic uh, mics up. <laughs> it should be fine. No, no, no. I can oh, hear you. Oh, there we are. Can you there hear me? we are. Uh, how yeah. about Eddie? Uh, Eddie, are you uh, there? Eddie, are you there? Hi there. Oh, no, hold on. He's not Hi there. there. That one sometimes gets turned off. Well, that's Try a good that thing. There. No. <laughs> Try him on four. <laughs> yeah. We, you know we're just messing with oh. you, right? Oh, I knew it. <laughs> I knew it. They were like, you know, we may start his, we may start the set off with uh, a play, with something from a playlist of his, but we're gonna give him that crappy microphone. That's right. That's right. How's it going, everybody out on WaveRadioBoston.com? It's good to see you. Oh man! So uh, that you are you are hearing from our Sunday uh, noontime host. That's Mr. Eddie Dyer, and over there, that's Mr. Hal Holiday. Hi, hello, Hal. Hello, hello, hello. The pleasure's all yours. Yeah. I mean, mine. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. I don't know what's going on I f- anymore. I feel like I've uh, been here before. Yes, I uh, yeah. I mean, you only you you only got one night off this week, and then I you're did. right I back went, at it. And then I went to Eddie's house. And, uh, oh, and then you. Oh boy. Yeah, he yeah. did. Yeah, that was tough. Yeah. So no yeah. nights off. No nights no, off. No, 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 no nights off. Yes. Listen, I've had the last ten months off. So yeah, right. <laughs> there you go. Oh my God, ain't that the damn truth? Yeah. Well, yeah, it is. Well, you guys uh, were uh, certainly productive with your time from the uh, the looks of the things in the playlist coming up. Yes, yes, I'm uh, absolutely thrilled with uh, what um, we're still getting tracks from Bob Nash. Ding, ding, ding. Oh, <laughs> already, already. Right. <laughs> oh, yeah. A little bell goes off anytime anybody uh, mentions Bob Nash ding, 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 on, ding. on Paul's show. <laughs> Bob, Bob, Bob Nash is like the uh, Wave Radio Fairy. Like, it's just yeah. everywhere. A little, yeah. a little Bob Nash pixie dust. Right. Nice. We're, we're going to like start like 
finding websites that like deny his existence. <laughs> <laughs> the hey, world is flat, Bo- and there is no Bob yeah, Nash. Bob Nash is a crisis actor. <laughs> he was done in a studio in Hollywood. He's not real. Well, Rush Limbaugh just died, so there's one less outlet to uh, spew that. You know? <laughs> well, looks like uh, there's a job opening. Yeah. Oh, there you go. <laughs> now you got to stay here. Yeah. <laughs> we'll get, we'll, we will get you a gold microphone, though. Yeah. Oh. Um, I mean, we'd like, we'd like to think. That yeah, played it. We'd like to think. Spray painted. <laughs> We, we would like to think that we're better than mediocrity in, broad, in broadcasting, so at least we're getting there. <laughs> there you go. So um, we're throwing around a lot of names that people might not know. So um, so first of all, uh, for people that, that don't know Dire Holiday at all, give us a little background on the band itself, how it came together, all that fun stuff. All right. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll give my recollection of how it came together. <laughs> Right, as kinda hazy like, as it may be, yeah. kind of like Crosby, Stills, and Nash. Like they all have a different version of how it happened. Well, it's usually <laughs> how it works. Yeah, yours, and mine, the, and the truth. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was going to say, and then you got a third uh, one. It's the it, truth. Was, it was about uh, about oh, close to seven years ago at this point in time, uh, six years ago that we. Well, I've known Eddie now since God, we were kids, and uh, I moved away. He moved away. We did our things, and and then the the stars aligned, and uh, I moved back to Lowell. Eddie had moved back in what was that two thousand. 2015, 20, well, yeah, but pr- prior to that, uh, I had moved to um, Southern Maine um, right. a- from uh, Ithaca, New York, towards uh, towards 2013, and we started playing, in fact, it was a Bowie tribute night at the last safe and deposit. Oh, see, yeah. see, he's already, he's already, yeah, that's right. That, that down was in, the, down yeah. in the basement. Yeah, and, and I'll tell you. Well, that's a bad little room. Oh, my God. Well, you know, the thing is, like, the, the safe is... Is legendary in the mythos of Lowell music. Sure, <laughs> sure. It was such an important venue in the '90s, mm-hmm. and you know, and then uh, eventually the owners uh, went on to uh, that what they bought AG Pollard's, and then, then it was Smithwick's. Then that same building uh, under different ownership became. Um, Evos and yeah, Evos yeah. and Capos. Yeah. I mean, you know, th- these were venues where you know, if if you if you want if you were playing music in Lowell, you couldn't afford not to play. Mm-hmm. Sure, you know. So anyway, it was a Bowie tribute night, and it was a Bowie's birthday bash, and it happened to be the year before he passed away. Yeah, that's true. That's true. And I'll yeah. tell you, the really surreal part is. Um, for many, many years, uh, Brad Clark, the drummer of the Walking Shoe Revival, he and I were the main members of the Walking Shoe Revival, okay. and he was my musical partner, um, you know, for many years, and that was the last time we played together oh, wow. before he passed away, mm. um, not long after. And it was the last time I played with my longtime musical partner Brad, and the first time I played with w- with Paul. Wow, that's yeah. pretty cool. It, it, so there's this sort of symmetry, you know, to the, to the whole thing. I, I get I get a little I, I get a little emotional talking about it. Sure. But it just and the other the other thing is Paul shares a birthday with Van Lotten, the bass player of the Walk and Chew Revival, who is also no longer with us oh, geez, in, yes. in body. Wow. So this wow. has just been... So, yeah. So, anyway, um, 
Paul and I just just hit it off. We I played uh, guitar for uh, Hell in the Tones for their Bowie set, and then we decided to put something together, put together an acoustic project, and start playing in in downtown Lowell. And I remember our first show was a birthday party. Well, yeah. Let me. This is my version of the, of uh, the yeah, story yeah, now, yeah, okay? yeah. Right there, you go. So. Mick and Keith over so, here. Yeah, right. You came, you, you, you came down. Yeah, yeah. I'm the good looking one. I still have babies at 75. Uh, you, you, you came down. He's right. Damn it. You came down from Maine for that show, for the Bowie show. That's right. So I had reached out to him and said, hey, listen, man, I need a guitar player who knows Bowie. I know you're doing that that night. Yeah. You want to join the tones. In, in, oh, okay. And he said, oh, absolutely. I said, of course, Eddie. Like, I'm like, do you know the tunes? He's like, yeah, I got it. I'm like, okay. <laughs> not realizing that he knew every Bowie tune right, inside right, and out. Right, right. Do you got it? Yeah, right. Yeah. He, so, he turns around and goes, "Do you know it?" So this is how this is how this night went. So he comes in, he does his set, he's waiting, and all of a sudden, I come out of the bathroom with a lightning bolt on my face, the silk <laughs> shirt, the pants, and he goes. Whole, everywhere in the room goes, holy shit. Like, <laughs> this dude went all out. I'm like, you've not met me yet? I'm like, I don't fool around. So Coleman Rogers gets some amazing pictures that night too, right? So so that's, that happened. He went back to Maine. He ended up moving down here a couple months later. And then uh, I was booking bands for patios for a couple different places. And I said, Eddie, I need somebody on a Thursday night. You're interested? Yeah, yeah, I'll do it. So that happened. We hung out had a couple beers. About two weeks later, I get a call. Someone's like, hey, I need an acoustic act. No, I hadn't done any acoustic things. I was with the full band. You know? yeah, so sure. I was like, all right. I'm like, uh, so I reached out to a couple of people. No, I'm busy. I can't do it. So I said, you know what? I'm going to reach out to Eddie. Like, we never played except for Bowie. Yep. Okay. And I said, uh, hey, not only have we never played, but three hours yeah, for right. a birthday party for, <laughs> for a 30th birthday party. Oh, right. boy. 30th birthday yeah, party, it's three like, hours, what? never played together, didn't even know what tunes we knew each other. Right, right. So, right. What the fuck are we going to play? Yeah, right. So so we, we get to uh, the place, and he goes, I go, what do you think we should do? He goes, I don't know. We'll just do stuff. <laughs> so I was like, all right. We end up doing it. We never turn back. That was the one time. Oh, the best part of the story is like, hey, you free tonight? I don't know. Uh, I go, it's like 400 bucks. He goes, yeah, I'm in. I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> we ended up playing Country Road, Sing Me Home, and the people sing. It was nuts. Oh, yeah. uh, it was but, nuts. but I'll tell you, I, I, I'll tell you um, I knew I was going to be fine when at that very first show, somebody came up to, my, to, came up to us and said, oh, can you uh, play some Hootie and the Blowfish? And Paul just looked at them and said, I n- never heard of them. <laughs> I was like, okay, we're yeah. going to be we're all good. right here. Yeah, I think we're, yeah. Uh, this, is, nice. this is a great first step. Nice. So that, that was it. We never turned back. And, uh, and that was eight years ago? You uh, said? Six years ago. Six years ago. Six years yeah. ago. Okay. And we've been doing uh, covers for, for many, many years. Mm-hmm. And we started writing together around uh, 2019. Okay. And um, it just felt like... You know, we both have a really strong ethos of we want to get ourselves inside of these great songs that we've loved since we were kids. Mm -hmm. Or even if it's a song that's only five years old, we've connected with it in such a way where we offer ourselves, you know, sort of as a vehicle for the song to move through you. I mean, there comes a point when you just, when you are playing a song, you get the hell out of the song's way. Mm -hmm. So... We had done that for a, a long time, and we started writing together, and it was just so organic and so spontaneous. Is it kind of weird that the so first effortless. song we wrote was the last song of the album? 
Right. You know, <laughs> is and it really? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Believing in Heaven was the very first song. Yeah. That's the first thing together. you guys wrote. Holy yeah. shit. And then yeah. the second well, song we wrote was the title track of the album. That's right. That's wow. right. <laughs> and, yeah. and, you know, I'm not surprised by that because I, again, remembering back to yeah. when Dire Holiday was in our, in our studio yeah. last year or plus. Oh, that was two uh, years ago. It yeah. was, was it that long ago? It was 2019. We had just wrote. Like three or four songs. Yeah, yeah. literally two. Just of them before we the did. blip, it was the first time we ever played yeah, them. They're, they're on their way couch. to the studio. Yeah. <laughs> they were on their way to yeah. the studio while they were writing. Yeah, I pulled, I pulled the Graham Nash. I was like, <laughs> yeah, how long? How long it take you to write a song? I bet you thirty seconds. Yeah. I got it. I got it. I got it. And I got to tell you, is uh, "Believing in Heaven" is is one of those that I actually go back to in my own personal library from yes. your performance Thank there. You. So That's I'm great. really interested to see where oh, where wait. it is now. Wait till you hear it. Yeah. yeah. Oh boy. I, I'm gonna. I'm thinking that there's like a boys' choir in the background. I don't want to sound. I don't want to sound really cheesy but i've had a couple uh a couple deaths like unexpected deaths and yep. not covid yep. either like yep. just weirdly yep. weird like in the last three months like a string of uh-huh. deaths that yep. shouldn't have happened yep at this point in time in life anytime but it's is it sad that i actually like was listening to the playback of, of believing in heaven to like before we mastered it yeah yep. and like lost it yeah oh no <laughs> i was like yeah. no i'm losing it to my own stuff this isn't real well, yeah. but that's why we write these songs well yeah because it, we write universal. them as a balm yeah mm-hmm. you know when when we oh, when a few we bombs suffer <laughs> we use we use our uh we use our art to act as as a balm and we try to turn pain into something beautiful and that's very much a recurring theme on this album that we're about to release next month it's called together and broken now, we started writing together in 2019, but the writing really kicked up during the, during the COVID, yeah. around, starting around April of last year, mm-hmm. because we were both going through pretty painful personal situations around relationships, and the isolation of everything on top of it mm-hmm. just made the whole thing like seem like a fucking bad dream and it it was it was an absolute goddamn nightmare and you can hear that on this album you you know we we did not it's raw it's Mm -hmm. you know and and, but you know that's that's what i like i i'm in love with that process of alchemy of taking something painful Mm -hmm. and turning it into into something beautiful you know turning lead into gold Mm -hmm. and this album is one of the starkest examples of that 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 i've worked on in in my body of work and um these are just uh you know you can tell the way the uh the next few uh next two first two songs we're going to play what we uh, what i what we did today was wave radio the first wave contacted me and paul and and said you know is there a particular order you'd like so we've decided tonight to present them in the order that we have right now for the album mm-hmm. and there's a very tangible sort of if not a story it's it's it's, it's a journey, a journey yeah. through uh, yeah. in terms of moods and and very much uh something going from dark to light mm-hmm. you know what like kerouac said you, you you know you may be overcome by the darkness and Ooh. find the true light and this album that's why we called it together and broken because that's that's was it was it was our lifeline. I mean, we were just. This is how we didn't lose our shit. Well, twenty yeah. twenty. And what's funny too is, uh, you know, it's a journey, like you said. The album is a journey, and uh, as much as Eddie attributes COVID, which he should, because a lot of the stuff we did right during COVID. Uh, but to me, I was going through a lot 
I've been going through a lot for a couple of years, and, and there's mm-hmm. things going on. And if anything, I thank COVID for giving me the time to sure. to yeah. look at myself in the mirror and go, mm-hmm. whoa, and just like well, everything release con- everything. Everything you know? stopped for you. Not just not just your your avocation of of music and and performing. But your vocation as well was right. pretty much halted I, and I told pretty Pete, quick. And I told Pete earlier, too, I said, if it wasn't for COVID, we probably wouldn't have even gotten this far in the album. Because <laughs> we were like, well, what do we do now? Let's, let's yeah. finish the album. Let's go and record it. Let's well, you would have been gigging. I mean, you know, way right. too much, and way too much and that, time. And that's what it was. Yeah. We started writing, exactly. but we were gigging so much yep. that we could never get, you know, and then... Who wants to see any seven days a week? Like three or four nights a week? <laughs> you know what? Is at this point, I'm pretty sure that a lot of people do. Uh, thank you. Yeah. Thank so, you. Thank you. I was waiting for somebody to say that. I, I, I do I what I can you. for you, brother. Yeah. yeah. Well, hey, uh, damn it. Speaking, said, of, uh, speaking of some positive stuff with Eddie, I do want to go back. And this is uh, completely inside baseball, but there's a lot of folks that are out there that are real close to you guys that will probably appreciate this story. Um uh, Paul was speaking about uh, untimely passings, and uh, there was a, an untimely passing of a friend of, I think, all of ours, uh, father, uh, who just passed away. And they posted a picture, uh, and he was big in the Lowell Arts community. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, uh, and uh, there was a picture of him doing a Kerouac reading, and there was a very young, very long-haired yes. young man yes. staring in awe at yeah. him. Yeah, Roger Brunel. Yes. The great Roger Brunel. I'll tell you, you know, you, you ever look back and you look at these, like, two- or three-day periods, these, these like, solitary weekends when you were a kid mm-hmm. and in your formative years that were just so hugely important? Yeah. And what happened was... Me and my best buddy, Eddie O'Keefe, who was known as this crazy punk rock guy. They, they knew him at the Rat. They knew oh, this cat. Yeah. Yep. They knew this cat all through the Boston punk scene. He was called Crazy Eddie, and he was one of my best friends. And we went to see the Who 25th reunion, 25th anniversary I was there tour. for that one, too. The, was, that, uh, was that the one at Foxborough? Yes. Yes. Yeah, right. I, was there, I was there one of those. Yeah, nights. we were all there. Yeah. 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 Yeah, we were all there. Steve yeah. Bolts Bolton on uh, lead guitar. Well, the night that I was there uh, is Daltrey lost his voice. Uh, in 88? 89? Uh, yeah, right around there. He lost 89, his, yeah. Yeah, he lost yeah. his voice that night, and, uh, and Townsend ended up having to do some of, uh, yeah. some of Daltrey's oh, vocals. So I, I went to the show that he didn't lose his voice, so sorry about that. I, yeah. <laughs> I, it, I'm gonna, it was going to guess yeah. that, that it was the next night. Yeah, so we, you, the one I went to was a Friday night, I think it was. I think I, mine might have been Saturday. So yeah. It was so one of the most incredible concerts I've ever seen. Oh, it was great. And you know what I really in thought? Living, in living, was it, no. No, no one opened up. No, that's the Stones. Never mind. Yeah, so, so what, what I thought was really cool was I got a chance to see something that very few people saw was, was Townsend singing Daltrey's songs. Oh, that's yeah. amazing. Uh, which, was, which was, uh, most, half the people, three-quarters of the people in the place were pissed off that Daltrey couldn't sing. Well, I'm right. sitting there going, this is the coolest freaking that thing just, ever. That Absolutely. just happened not too long ago. A couple of years ago, it happened again. Well, yeah, he, he blew out his diaphragm yeah. recently. Yeah. Whoa, whoa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I bet you didn't know you, that you know, that a guy could do that. Yeah, but, yeah. Well, he's not pregnant. We know that. Yeah, you know, <laughs> who are you people? Yeah. <laughs> you, you know, uh, but uh, anyway, um, so who are Wave Radio Boston? <laughs> That's the uh, truth. Which, which reminds me, uh, you are listening to the first wave on Wave Radio Boston. Uh, we're here with Dire Holiday. Uh, we're 
celebrating the pending release of their uh, of their next album. And you can, if you'd like to be involved, if you have a question, uh, comment, uh, text line 617-864-9283. No, Eddie, and, don't call in. And you can always give a call. The, the listener line is 617-829-9283. Yeah, we want to hear some memories. Yeah, yeah anybody, sure anybody some got some dirt? Some memories. So, uh, let's oh, just oh, crazy, oh, Eddie. Oh, hey, 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 if it's good <laughs> enough, if it's good enough dirt, you get a t-shirt. So oh, let's, oh, 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 Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's go. Listening. Oh boy! Uh, let's close out on the. Doesn't uh, anybody want to talk about the music? Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, we definitely want to get to that. But I want to, I want you to uh, finish out on the uh, Roger Brunel story because I know I yeah, know Kerouac's so anyway, a big part of yeah you know, your your thing. So 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 anyway, what happened was we went to see the Who the night before with my brother Tom, and um, it was the first time I had bought a copy of Quadrophenia, and the next morning we went on a bus tour of Jack Kerouac's Lowell. And it was headed by Roger Brunel. And what we would do is we would go to these places where that were significant in Kerouac's life, and he would read an excerpt of, you know, from, from whatever book that Kerouac had mentioned this. The, you know, the clock in Lowell in, uh, by Lowell High School is, uh, appears in the Maggie Cassidy al- um, book. Anyway, so, um, and then Eddie and I went and saw... Uh, Dead Poets Society at the Lowell Flick oh, later that oh, day. Wow. So wow. those three day. things were these like yeah, it just really formative, formative moments. And yeah. Roger will always be part of that process for me because, you know, sometimes when you meet these literary cats, especially the ones who are respected in Kerouac circles, and I say this because I grew up in Lowell, you know, some of them can be, you know, they're literary people. They're not people people. Mm-hmm. So they can be a little standoffish, especially with a young person. And Roger was so generous with his time. And, uh, yeah, uh, we're, we're, we're all the poorer for his passing. Yeah. Yes. Um, well, they're, they're, from what I understand also, if I remember correctly, Eddie, is that there's even a little bit more than that is since that time, you've been involved uh, to try to carry the tradition along. <laughs> oh boy! We, <laughs> we actually did a Kerouac event last year at Warper yeah. Weft yeah. uh, in October. Right? Absolutely, it was awesome. Yeah, yeah. Mike Flynn and, and Dave yeah. Iverson yeah. and that that whole that whole gang that uh, puts that puts together the Kerouac events. It's so good to see them c- continuing to carry the torch because you guys are the same generation as as we are. So. You know, speak if, for yourself. If, I'm a little younger if than you were in, <laughs> if you were in any part of the other part of the world than Lowell, yeah. and you mentioned Kerouac, you know, you hear one of the pivotal minds of the 20th century, one of the great <laughs> sure. literary game changers. But if you come to Lowell, you're just as likely to hear, "Oh, he's not allowed in here." <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I, lo- I love. The, I love the both sides because people come from all over the world yeah. for this yeah, event, that's true. right? Yeah. And yeah. then all of a sudden they go. Oh my God! So you actually met Carrick? Yeah, he's a dick. Yeah. You know? It's like what? Like yeah, it's awesome. I but, love it. But yeah. but Lowell disowned Kerouac for so for a long, time. long yeah. and well, they disowned you too. That's why you moved to Maine. And I'm yeah. <laughs> they still disowned me. Yeah, yeah. They they just couldn't find a legal way to. I was going to say the statute of limitations just ran out. Yeah. Oh, right. you know. So so my my Rock co-host on Tuesday nights, Mike Lachance, just texted me and said, "Extra large, please." <laughs> <laughs> he's giving himself a lot of credit, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. 
Thanks a lot. <laughs> hey, he he should he should know the uh, he should know the listener line six one seven eight two nine nine. That's why he said extra lot. I'm like I'm afraid that what he's gonna call us. <laughs> yeah. That's it. Play pump it up again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Mike, where are you? You're late. <laughs> uh, so yeah, right. Um, so let's talk about let's talk about the album. So um, together and broken. Um, you guys had um, had some songs. Now, were all the songs ready when you when you headed to Wonka, or did you do some writing there? Um, what happened was we we did some most of the stuff we did at at Wonka involved arrangements. Okay. Um, so what happened and, was and adding everything besides acoustic and vocals. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, yeah, and uh, I mean, I tend by the time I get into the studio, I, t- I tend to be pretty methodical and you know because um we, we, paul and i had it's discussed extensively what what we wanted mm-hmm. as an arrangement for each song okay. and, and let me tell you something when you get into each other's heads it's scary you can hear it oh it's you can hear no, you can hear their your heads i've uh, walked through his listen. mind he's walked through mine and i'm telling you uh, right well, now well i know both Stephen of you king could never write i know both of this. <laughs> i know i know both of you guys a little bit and yeah they're both scary no, exactly <laughs> yeah now I know uh, there was a few, at least a few songs that you know one of you wrote and you made the other one sing or the other one volunteered to sing because it was you know too close. Um, how much of that went on? I know um, you know I think uh, what was it together and broken. Yeah, um, together and broken. Originally, uh, I had written that one and and gave it to Eddie and, and uh, yep. I said you know right right now I just I just don't want to sing this. And yeah, he yeah. started. That's the, the one. That's on the, the version we right, have. Yeah, right, yeah. Right. And then, and then I said, <laughs> one day I texted him. I said, "I'm taking it back." No, I said, "I'm ready." Nice, oh, cool. And it it wasn't. It wasn't like, "Hey, I want you to sing this forever." It was like, right, "I right. can't. I, I need time yep. to absorb this." And that's very much the spirit of this album. In that we, you know, sort of were in these places that just you know, on a personal level, we're not fucking pleasant. Mm-hmm. No, no. And, you know, and, uh, you know, sometimes the best thing you can do in that situation is to create a space where everything has its voice and you find the way to best make it, you know, ma- make it uh, something that's both cathartic and hopefully transformative. Mm-hmm. Sure, and sometimes that's not you singing it. Well, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Right. that yeah. makes sense. Yeah, yeah. And, that and, and that's the thing. When I when I was saying like, what we want is for these songs to move through us, just like the songs we've been playing all these years that we grew up with. We right. want those songs to move through us, and it's just a matter of getting out of the way of the song. See, you know, and in and in Paul, we have somebody who just has this voice. Unlike anybody else, it's it's like you know. Paul, I'm not sure how to take that. Paul has <laughs> Paul has a Paul has this 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 voice of whiskey and campfires, mm-hmm. and that's just oh, so. An Eagle Scout. I've worked at Kit for many many years. So right, so there you go. Uh, so it's just so very human, and that's why Paul uh, really does the bulk of the lead vocals yeah. on on this album and uh, the opening track um, if I say your name is basically the the two of us what we did was we took random lyrics from uh, different songs in the album and it's uh, for lack of a better word an, an, an overture that uh, a theme that can that culminates at the end of the album with believing in heaven mm-hmm. and um, so basically 
it's um, something uh, of an of an overture, but it's also completely acoustic. The only instrument you hear for the first maybe three or four minutes on this album are Paul's are are our voices and acoustic <laughs> guitar. Nice. And, and, but then once you hear uh, when it goes into the second song, which is no part of me, it blossoms into this thing so it's like a dare of like okay you think you have this album figured out you think <laughs> you, you just yeah. have this acoustic album uh, we yeah. were talking about Wait last night Craig we Silverman of Agnostic Front kicks in and yeah. just melts your face nice. you know yeah. late into the second song because yeah. you know and, and it's very much all about it, it, it is a journey you know, I, I I loved the fact that you guys have crafted this as an album like what we grew up with. Yeah, uh, there there yeah. was a lot of thought put into it. this. Isn't just a bunch of songs thrown together no. in a way to get it out. Yeah, definitely. Um, we didn't care had, about having a specific sound. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, this this is not one song on this album that sounds the same. No, no. It comes no, no, close yeah. to the same because we we sp- we came from a place of what serves the song. Right. Sure, sure. And and I, and and I, and I'll tell you, it was a journey, and and both of us. It was a different journey, but the journeys kind of collided. Sure. Well, you guys, you guys did it together with support from each other, right? In and order it, to even help make it happen. Even though the stories are different, they were yep. kind of the same. Yep. So it was like it's weird how it just interacted with each other. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um. So you know, it, it, it was kind of a blessing. At the same time, you know, it and, just happens. And um, I and and it, it's kind of speaks to the the title, right? It, itself, right? Together and broken, so, right? The first exactly. track, you know, the first track, uh, if I say your name, like he was talking about, is kind of like this dreamscape, you know, and, mm-hmm. that, and that's what I kind of had in vision. He say, had the same vision. Mm-hmm. So at the end of it, you're going to hear, you're going to hear a, a, a 11-year-old Paul Dubuque. Oh, really? And people I grew up very close to mm-hmm. asking me a question. Oh, it's cool. really kind of cool. That's right? cool. Nice. And then it's just like the record stops and it's like, wait a minute. Because yeah. you, you'll hear the question they ask me, you know, and yeah. it's kind of like. Yeah. Yeah, uh, it's just surreal and very haunting, and yeah. then it kicks in, and it's like, okay, so this is the innocence of me before you realize mm-hmm. what real life kicks you in the teeth, you know. And, uh, and you got my voice as a ten-year-old boy, oh boy, not realizing what life's about yet. So, so that's that's uh, if I say your name, and then uh, how about no part of because we're gonna play the, the two of them together. Yeah. So what's, um, like, what's on the album? They'll go right into each other, which is kind of cool. Okay. So. All right, so uh, I do have something in between them, but I can take that. Let me take that out or remove it. Yeah, so so uh, let's talk about that song. Yeah, No Part of Me. No Part of Me was one of the um, pieces of music that Paul had written on guitar um, and uh, s- sent along to me. And we started exchanging lyrical ideas. And I would say this was probably a good six weeks or so into the lockdown. Okay. Yeah. And we were just... When there was still hope. Well, <laughs> Yeah, we didn't know anything <laughs> yeah, at this point in time. We were yeah. like, oh, all right. Well. Right. And, and it was just... But, but at the same time, you know, going through... Like, I was going through, like, this absolutely insane, awful, ugly breakup with somebody. Yeah. And not me this like, time. Yeah. Yeah. Not yet, buddy. Hey, wait but a anyway, minute. Isn't that um, the name of one of the songs that we play? Not me this time? Yeah. <laughs> isn't that... Uh, isn't that... Can you just not? We're saving that for the box set. I say. So anyway, No Part of Me basically has... It's basically... We were talking about The Who and Quadrophenia, and it's very, very much informed by that era of The Who. But the person we brought in to play lead guitar is 
is the one and only Craig Silverman. Now, Craig currently plays in Agnostic Front. Oh, cool. He was in Blood for Blood, Only Living Witness. Slapshot. Slapshot. This man, slap oh, this, yeah. this man yeah. is a hardcore legend. Mm-hmm. And the guitar piece he comes in and plays just gives it this, you know, the who meets mastodon yeah. type of vibe <laughs> yeah, yeah. and and he i mean just he captured it absolutely the way oh my God. i envisioned it yeah um, nice so, so i could i fondly remember sending a that piece of music and then him working on it and then him sending me a lyric and i had a bunch of lyrics and he said hey mm-hmm. work with this what do you got with this and i literally within 10 minutes sent back a ton yep and i'll never forget i was in bed and it was like 11.30 midnight almost, you know, and all of a sudden the chorus came into my head. Oh, really? And I went in the bathroom, <laughs> yeah. and I shut the door, so I was like singing in my phone, <laughs> you know, in the bathroom. And I sent him the clip, and he's like, man, I go, think about this. And I said it that night. I said, think about this. I said, think about a punch in the face and like a Craig Silverman just rocking a guitar solo. And he was like, I love it. And then that was it. It was un. Oh, awesome! See that this is this is this is about uh, as, as behind the music. Behind the music doesn't go this far. No, no. Uh, which is what we love here on the first wave of Wave Radio Boston. Don't forget, we're about to listen to some of this music. But don't yes. forget, you can also uh, interact. Listener line six one seven eight two nine nine two eight three, and our text line six one seven seven six four nine two eight three. All right, let's uh, let's kick it off with the first uh, couple of tracks, and then we'll be. Right back to talk about uh, the, the next ones on the other side. So you're listening to the world broadcast premiere of the Dire Holiday album, Together and Broken. When you 
look inside your soul, it's empty, it's a bitter pill to swallow. A demon-demic social distance, bring your trendy friends and their new colors. And you find the fools who've led you away, where will you be then? You go tell riders. That's the first couple of tracks from the new Dire Holiday album, Together and Broken. Uh, yeah, that uh, that guitar solo was uh, something else, huh? Ah, man. Oof. I'm telling you. So Craig is, a, is an absolute perfectionist. Uh, he came in the studio, and he laid the track down. We were like, oh, man, that was incredible, right? So about an hour later, thank you, Jenny. I appreciate that. 
An hour later. Uh, yeah, the reinforcements are here. Yeah, hold on, hold on. Make sure this. There it is. There it is. Very important. An hour later. He texts me and says, uh, I want to do it again. Uh, <laughs> and I was like, okay. And I said to Eddie, I go, Craig wants to do it again. He goes, really? I thought that was amazing. And I said, me too. Yeah. And he came in the week later and laid the second one. That we were like, okay. <laughs> you used the second one? Oh, oh, yeah. Like, he came in and was like, it was so clean and perfect. We were like, okay. Okay. That yeah. worked. And he did it in something like 20 minutes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No. yeah. He was in and out like a rock. He hates the studio. Oh, so, really? Yeah, he's like, I hate recording studios. I hate being in them. So he did such a solid for us, man. It was amazing. That's great. Uh, it, it really is an honor to have him. You know, in, in, a, in a lot of those lyrics, we talked about uh, COVID opening your eyes to things. And, mm-hmm. and I sent Eddie a couple of lyrics uh, about, you know, Coattail Rider and stuff like that. Because Yeah, I, nothing, I love that lyric. Well, nothing yeah. opens up your eyes more than a pandemic to who really means shit to you in life. Oh, uh-huh. yeah. Because all of a sudden, the phone's not ringing anymore. Sure. Mm-hmm. The texts aren't coming in. Yeah. The, hey, man, can, how did you get in that place? Oh, hey, like all of a sudden, yeah. everybody who wants to be something, be part of something, yep. you know, just yep. gone. Yep. Disappears. So you see who your true friends are. You see who the true people are. In sure. Life. Well, you know, you know, you, um, because going, coming back to the who thing, mm-hmm. one song that just kept playing in 2020 over and over for me was How Many Friends Do You Really Got? Yeah. From The Who by Numbers, yep, because yep. that's exactly what it, what it felt like. But the thing is, like, and, and this album goes there. You know, this album mm-hmm. goes to that angry, isolated place because I feel like that's highly identifiable, unfortunately. I feel like at one point, everybody during this goddamn lockdown has yeah. asked themselves, oh, does everybody hate me? You know? <laughs> well, <laughs> you know what's funny, too, is that I'm, I'm still younger than you guys, obviously. I'm like I'm only like 26. That's, 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 that's <laughs> twice. That's twice. And, and yeah, oh, by the a, way, a, his a, birthday is Monday. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. like March oh, by 1st. The way. I don't know if you guys knew that or yeah. not. But, uh, yeah, happy birthday. Thank you. So, so... No, but uh, again, the journey of life yeah. and the pandemic opens your eyes up to things. Sure. And not only am I talking about recent events, I'm talking about throughout your whole life. Yeah. You know, uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I just started thinking about things in life and people I've brought to here or, or brought me here and yeah. I've respected and thank you so much and whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, it goes full circle. And then through your whole life, there's always people that are, are willing to throw that dagger. And you to get what they need to get and just keep moving. You know, mm-hmm. we think we all realize that. But you get to a certain point in life where you just don't give a shit anymore. Yeah. yeah. And that's no, where I'm right. at. Like, okay. you know what? If you're not true to me, I don't give a shit anymore. Don't talk to me. No part of you wants any, any part of it. And, and exactly. I, and I can appreciate what you were saying because I know that when we were struggling to continue to broadcast on Thursday nights from our, from our homes, yeah. uh, figuring out a way to make it happen is... Uh, we had a lot of really cool people who were more than willing to share uh, as guests uh, through Zoom or, mm-hmm. or the phone line. Sure. And, and we, we really appreciated their effort even more sure. uh, because of that. So I, I, do, I know that we definitely understand that yep. it, yeah. of, of the, you know what, is, is we'd still, you know, we were booked, but we'd still like to at least, you know, we can't really play, but uh, you want to talk? Mm-hmm. And, and that yeah. was great for us too. So, you know, there is that, 
there is the positive side of of that that comes out of it. Yeah. Uh, when it comes down to it, but you're right. Is the the, the 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 when that list gets really short, you start to look at it and go, hmm. But interesting. You, when that list is short, though, you realize those are the people that are yep. actually important. Exactly. Oh, yeah. You know? yeah. Exactly. And yeah. and I think. Like I said, this is nothing new for anybody in human nature. This is sure. what happens as you get older, I think. No, it's like the damn reset button hit. Yeah, <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's like rewind. The tape's getting thinner. Yep. Yeah. It might yeah. snap a little stretch. Day now. You don't know. Yeah, 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 I don't know. Moisture a little bit like this. So, so you mentioned, um, you know, Craig. Craig hates the the studio. Um, what's the What's the process like for you guys in the studio? I absolutely. He thinks I'm nuts, Craig, <laughs> and I know he's the same as me. I absolutely love the studio. It's like an open palette. Yeah. I mean, to me, it's like we're sitting here going, we're writing these tunes together, and we both have a vision. It's in your head, and no one can see it. And, mm-hmm. and believe me, I don't see half the shit that's in Eddie's head. I don't think anybody And he'll does. say something. He'll, I'm pretty sure nobody but he'll say like, very lucky. He'll say, no, I'm lucky and fortunate enough to be in the studio with him, and he'll go, oh, we should... Add this and do this, and I go. Really? What about a timpani? Yeah, I was like, <laughs> yeah, right. And then I, I, I heard a timpani in there some, in, oh, yeah. somewhere. And, right? and, and then, and then all of a sudden, what? it's like, I, I see your vision now. Yeah. Like, holy shit! How did you do we know that? any you, timpani players from the Lowell scene? I told Eddie to stop taking his ADD meds for like two weeks. I'm like, awesome. We're gonna have, we're gonna have one of those. Like step on piano things from Big. Yeah, yeah, right, yeah, yeah, right, yeah, right, yeah, right, right. All. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> Do you have one? Oh, that's on the next album. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely. So, um, you know, um, my thing is the recording studio. If, if I had to choose a main instrument, it's the recording studio. Be- really? Yes, mm-hmm. uh, because You've that's the, the palace. Well, well, I mean, well, I mean that—that's these are the people I grew up with. Yeah, uh, yeah. Sure, the people, you know, the 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 people like uh, Jimmy Page, who you know did, would do things like distance miking, mm-hmm. or Brian Wilson, you know, who would just uh, you know put a, say a banjo and a cello together, you know, mm-hmm. and you know, and and I, and I believe in taking taking risks um, because if you put one thing that's just kind of off, that's just off to the side, that's just ever the bit most subtly distracting. And there's quite a bit of that in this album, by the way. And you Mm -hmm. pair that with a great song, sometimes the results can really be explosive and things that are going to take 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 you out of your comfort zone because, you know, uh, that that's where the interesting things happen. What I, what I love about Eddie in the studio, too, yeah. uh, together in the studio, is that we both have the same mentality that, like you just said, don't tell me we can't do it. Let's try it first. If it doesn't work, it doesn't work. Mm-hmm. We're paying for this. We, we can do whatever the hell we want. Well, right. that was what I you was know? thinking with and this, is that, that all of the creativity that you guys have within the recording studio is it's an awful expensive way to go about creativity. But, let, but, but if it works... But let me finish this one for you. I'm also the same guy who tells Eddie, listen, I don't want to do so much that we can't reproduce this live. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know yeah. I mean? yeah. That's the fine line, right? But I want to not, maybe not to the exact T. Right, right. But, but you, I don't want it to sound don't, so different than the album. You that, don't want it to be know. Boston. Right, right. Exactly. Right. I don't want to be overproduced. Right. And, and, yeah. and I'll tell you, the band that, that really struck that balance for me was Led Zeppelin. Okay. Mm-hmm. Because they, they, you know, because they also understood that they were sort of very much different different animals or you mm-hmm. know you could say speaking uh, of animals pink floyd's another band that yeah I look at that way too. Yeah. R- r- right you know but but uh, at the same time so 
you know, it, it's just uh, I usually go in knowing exactly what I want to do. Okay. And I'll have, you know, when I finally get into the studio, mm -hmm. I have a pretty short list of weird things I want to try. <laughs> right. And they don't always work, so we don't always use them. But when we do use them, they hit pretty hard. And, you know, again, they sort of sort of take you out of yourself and you know it's like putting a piece of art in say a bright golden frame or putting in a sparse black frame well it depends on what it brings out in the painting you know mm -hmm. and uh that's very much how we view the the recording studio now i know you know following you and and you know kind of getting to know you and seeing some of your, your social media posts, I know that you got a, 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 a lovely toy over the summertime. Um, yeah, yeah. It's obviously not a toy, but... Yeah. Can uh, we talk about that something on that, here? Something <laughs> oh, wait a minute. It's Wave Radio Boston. What's, we can talk what, about what's one of this toy? Yeah. Uh, so I'm, I'm, I'm talking about... I told you not to call me a toy, Eddie. <laughs> I'm, talking, I'm talking about Sheldon Cooper's only musical instrument, the theremin. Oh, yes. he's had, you actually had that for a long time. You got a new one, though. He, what, what happened was uh, I've had a Burns B3 a a theremin for a long time. Yeah. And I sort of, but uh, what I um, got a hold of this summer was a Moog Theremini. Oh. And it has, uh, you know, all these really crazy, it has all this great Moog technology mm -hmm. into it. And what's, what's nice is it is uh, this other theremin that I've been playing on for years is not easy to play on. Uh -huh. It's like that, you know, if you so much as like, you know, take, a, take too deep of a breath, um, it'll move your finger to the point where it'll change the theremin. So this 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 is sort of an upgrade, and uh, okay. it has like better pitch control, yeah. and uh, you know, and that is used extensively on a piece of music called "Dead Body on a Cop Show," um, yeah. which is a sort of a interim thing. Um, we we don't we don't have that song tonight, but it will yeah. be on the album "Together and Broken," which will be out sometime next month. Cool, and. Um, but uh, anyway, we very much think orchestrally now on uh, the next song, Behind the Cold Mahogany. Yes. It's um, what, what we brought in, uh, Jen Carney. Yeah. yeah the the we great Jen absolutely, Carney. Absolutely uh, gifted to have her on the album. Amazing soul Amazing. singer from Lowell, Massachusetts, yeah. JenCarney.com. And, uh, you know, um, and we also brought in Stephen P. Asaro on hand percussion and Parama on uh, Parma Chai on violin. Um, that, so that was Parma, I was wondering. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, and, you know, Parma just is just uh, such a unique and vital voice. Nobody plays like she does. Yeah. And Stephen is the perfect foil to her. And Stephen and I just have this really profound musical connection that we've been exploring for um, a few years now. And just to get those two into the studio, was a really big deal, and also we brought in Neil K. Yeah, he's like the Jimmy's. He was like the Jimmy's on the Sunday. Nice. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, and you. I'm telling you, like, so Neil is a, a sax player in my full band, the Tones. Oh, okay. The Hall in the Tones. Uh, yeah. And and he's like, man, I just love what Neil does when I see him with you guys. And I'm like, and Neil is just one of those beautiful souls. Mm -hmm. He is a beautiful soul. Like he's just a. a Go as it is, guy, and he comes yeah. in and lays it down. What he feels and what he feels is right, and it's just it was incredible. 
So, so how did you guys go about you know picking the guests? Uh, um, did you just you know sit down and write up a list? Um, you know, was it kind of you know when uh, you did the arrangements? You're yeah, like, oh, you I got to have this did guy. You, did you write to a certain person in mind, or or was it you wrote and no. then found the right person? No, to do we that? we wrote and then we kind of discussed like who's going to get the feel of this song? Who's going to feel what we feel? Mm-hmm. Who's going to interpret it? What we have written here, yep. and we just picked those people through that, which is. You know, that's probably you can, the right you can bring way to anybody do it. in what play serves the or song. whatever, but it's like what serves the song, what serves the purpose, yep. who's going to create the energy we want, right? right. And that's right. what we did. Right. And, and and before we get to that, but uh, the next song, the thing I love about Eddie is that he's been a solo artist his whole life almost. Mm-hmm. Uh, we just started writing together a couple of years ago, but we're so open to each other, yep. and we're not we're not bullshitters. We're honest. If we're in the studio and I go, "Oh, what do you think about this?" He'll go, "Nah." And I'll say it to him too. Yeah. Even though he's yeah. got a vision, yep. it might not be the right vision. It's not what I feel. It's not what he feels, vice versa. Yep. But there's been many, many times where I'll be like, hey, what do you think of this? From a guy who works solely alone most of the time, yep. is so open and go, man, that's a great idea. I never thought about that. That's a great idea. And then he'll listen to it and we'll do it. You know, so. That's the and, whole point and, of collaborating. And you know, mm. Eddie, for you is two is, years from now, I'll probably punch you in the face. Well, yeah, <laughs> that's and, all right. And I, I guess ten the, minutes from now, I guess <laughs> that, I guess that's that's the, an interesting question to go along with that is is was it was it difficult? Was it something that was just the next evolution for you? Uh, you know, being a solo artist for for that long and then starting to collaborate, uh, where how how did how did that work for you? It was really organic working with Paul because, again, we've been playing together for so long doing cover material. And the way I approach cover material, uh, the, the, my favorite metaphor is, you know, we play songs that we love. And, you know, our role as, as live musicians, as prof- professional musicians is we play what we love. Mm-hmm. And we uh, let those songs move through us. And so writing together just felt like a really organic next step from that. This album would more than likely not exist if we had not been playing together and spent so much time inside of that material that Mm -hmm. we've grown up with. A big thing, a big metaphor for covers is uh, one of my favorite stories about the writer Hunter S. Thompson, where Hunter S. Thompson would sit and type The Great Gatsby, F. Scott Fitzgerald, The Great Gatsby, in its, in its entirety, he would just sit there and type it. And someone once asked him, why are you doing this? And he said, because I want to know what it feels for those words to move through my fingers, huh. awesome. to, 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 wow. to move under my hands. And that's, that, that's the, and, and I feel the same way about doing cover material. Don't talk about me and your love. fingers either. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not. <laughs> you know, you always got to bring it there. I have to. Yeah, yeah. I have always, to. You know. You should, you should hear Hal's show on Tuesday night. Oh, my <laughs> God. He, between him and LaChance. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Kim's that's the only one ma- with any sense. That's why Mama, <laughs> By the way, is, Mama is, Kim. Is, is, you, you notice, right. you notice yeah. that there are the three of us here on the first wave. Yeah. And, Beck and we're, Mama pretty Beck much, we're pretty much, yeah, that's pretty much where it is. So uh, we got a question on the text line from uh, one of our, our hosts. So Prosty wants to know, uh, how do you get past when the other guy doesn't like something that you feel strongly about? 
Uh, we've had those. We've had them. And, and Save it for our solo work. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? That's actually a pretty good answer. Uh, no, but it's funny you said that because as, as has happened between both of us, and yeah, sometimes there is things. Some, <laughs> there is things sometimes that I was adamant about, and Eddie was adamant about keeping in there, and, and maybe to this day, or sometimes you go, yeah, just still not fond of it. But other times you go, you know what? It grows on you. Yeah. You know, it's, like, you know it's like Eddie, it's got mold. It just grows on you. You've got three choices. You can either go that way where it grows on you, yeah. uh, or you've got, uh, you've got solo or producer. Well, it, Let the producer figure right. out. It, you know, it, 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 and we did, oh, God, that's a great point because we let Bob Nash take the reins on quite a few things. We're like, you know what? Bob, you, you decide what you think you should do with this, yeah. and we've done it. And but if it you can't. trust him, you, you you guys both obviously trust Bob. Absolutely. I, I, I can't hear enough good things about Bob I don't Bob know about with my life, guys. but I do trust him. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, you know, uh, that, that's just experience right there for you. Uh, but obviously, uh, sometimes you just need a, a little bit of a mediator well, with that, and, right? And, and here's the best part about Bob Nash. So the, being a mediator... We made sure Eddie was brilliant with this, by the way, because it's not only his studio, but Eddie made sure that Bob played drums on every track. Smart. So guess what? Sure. Bob is invested. Yes. And yes. Bob doesn't yep. want to sound like shit. And yeah. Bob right. Right. has Because his name's on it. But he his also, name's directly right, on it. But he also has the feel. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, like he right. knows what we're going at with this. He, right. He right. has the feel. Yeah. So he's he in, knows he's where in we're the going out with this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. exactly. So yeah. speaking of the song, let's um, uh, let's talk about Cold Mahogany a little bit. Where did, where did this come from? And Oh, boy. <laughs> Behind the Cold Mahogany is basically... Um, it, it could be looked at at either of two ways. So now, again, we're coming back to the spring of 2020. Uh, the lockdown is new. Yeah. And I went through this weird little Edgar Allan Poe fixation <laughs> phase. Okay. And Nevermore. Yeah, and, and the word uh, mahogany kept coming up around coffins. Yeah. And uh, another yeah. thing, Bob, uh, another thing, Paul. Um, mentioned was um, behind the mahogany, which 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 is the mahogany of a bar. Mm-hmm. So basically, sure. it's yeah. sort of a duet, like a stop dragging my heart around yeah, style duet. Oh, so, what's funny is we actually wrote this right before the pandemic hit. That's true. This was like early to mid February. That's true. Right before it hit. Okay. And, yeah. and he had said cold mahogany. And, and, and right before my life blew up on a personal level, yeah. you know. And, uh, and Great uh, timing, and, by and the also, way, wasn't it? And, but it also, mahogany was also, to both of us, could have been a woman's name. So sure. it was like, let's, ah. let's, let's look at the different things of yeah. mahogany. Oh, and boy. Mary Shelley, the author of Frankenstein, mm-hmm. once wrote in uh, it was a later edition of Frankenstein that was written, sh- uh, and uh, she wrote the introduction uh, to a later pressing of it, where she said that when she had originally written Frankenstein, her husband, the poet Percy Shelley, was alive. Uh, Lord Byron was still uh, was still alive, and you know um, she she lost uh, her husband Percy Shelley a few a few years later. In a in a boat in a shipwreck and yeah and uh, and you know and so she was coming back and writing the introduction to a later edition of Frankenstein as a widow as an older woman who had had all these various really bleak fates befall her and she said you know when I originally wrote this book I wanted to take a trip into the sort of desolate, 
uh, place of despair because the original story of Frankenstein, um, you know, was was written from the perspective of the doctor who had created the monster, and mm-hmm. you know, and um, and what she, the crux of what she had, was writing in this introduction was that back when I wrote this, I had no idea of the pain that would befall the painful events that would befall me yeah and you know and looking back and reading this material it's just it's almost like it was cathartic for something that was Hmm. yet to happen and that's very much true of behind the cold mahogany this is not the first time i've gotten to work with uh the vocalist jen carney Mm -hmm. uh she initially had um sang one of my songs called Can I Get an Amen and recorded her own version, which was played quite a bit on the BBC. Mm-hmm. And she and she, she just brought, you know, uh, again, she, she was the, the voice for that song. And I absolutely thought, you know, she and Paul would convey the sort of, uh, you know, they, they, it's funny because vocally they start in fairly similar registers note-wise. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and you just go and they both go to these different places in their pains. And so in my opinion, it really um, get, makes this piece of music hit pretty hard. Well, it was funny you say about the in, in your pains and my pains. And the, again, we've written these songs. I have a vision in my head. I have a story in my own head. He has his own story. We put them together. So, yeah. you know, my thing was. Uh, many many years of bad decisions. Sure, you know yeah. uh, <laughs> I've made a few. Yeah, but, but you know, I mean, but you know, like he said, coffin, which yep. uh, the mm-hmm. mahogany bark could lead to a mahogany coffin. Sure, yep. you never thought and I'd it, see you could, here so rapidly so, so soon. And it could be one and the same. Yeah, but there's, there's so many different ways that you can take right. that. And your clouded judgment, sure, you know, of what's important in life and what's not important in life, sure. and mm-hmm. her perspective on. Her view, mm-hmm. and, and to to write a song, and be so honest with yourself that you're looking through the woman's eyes. Most people can't do that. No, mm-hmm. whether it's writing you know a song what? or and, and, any and, way in life. No, and I think that you know what can we say with, with the, the things that we've been through in the last couple of years, and, and you know we, you know what, you, you throw yourself out there too. Yeah, sure. I mean, you, you have, have to. to. You, you have, have to. to. Yeah. All so. right, let's listen to uh, "Behind the Cold Mahogany" featuring uh, Jen Carney from Dire Holiday. Lies a thin fucking line behind the cold mahogany. I can't take one night more of counting tears and wine stains on my floor. Behind the cold mahogany, everyone here knows you've been. Cannot leave 
you dancing there across the room Never thought I'd see you here So rather shame so Such a great song. Thank oh, you boy. so much. Thank you. And uh, so a couple things on that one. Uh, the flamenco uh, feel to that. Uh, I'm not sure exactly what, uh, what exactly what style of music, but that's, that's what it uh, said to me. <laughs> um, to, to go with that and such a beautiful song and, 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 and such beautiful words. And then the line... That shit just shows. <laughs> just, I mean, it, I remember sitting on your couch. <laughs> we're like, that shit just shows. We're both like, that's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, but it's it hits deep. you between the yeah. the eyes yeah. because it, it it's so ninety degrees of the beauty of the rest of the song. And uh, that's you. you know that's that's songwriting right there. You, you know, know and when we were writing it, and that line right there is such a huge line. I mean, it really is. Yeah. And. Uh, You've been hurt before. That shit just shows. Like, yeah. come on, like in your eyes, you know. And yeah. the whole, the whole flamenco thing. But I, all I could picture in my head, and we were talking about, was like a woman walking to a bar and like, you know, just like, it's like, it's like, you know, old movie. Like, you got to get the musical feel for the visual you have. Now, any woman that's ever like chased me into a bar for a reason, it was never like, it was more like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but we wanted to make it romantic. It was like a romantic. (laughs) I was gonna say if you went with reality, it was more like dun dun dun. Yeah, right. But it it was a romantic smack in the face. (laughs) (laughs) At least that. Hey, if that's all it was, you got off easy. Oh, and and if I could say something too, uh, the line Eddie's line, uh, tear stain, tear. Behind the cold mahogany, I can't take one wine, one night more of counting tears and wine stains yeah, on my face. Yeah, that was just tears and wine stains. So on my that face. was one of the yeah. first lyrics he sent me. And I was like, 
Holy shit, yeah. is that a, like powerful? Yeah, powerful. Lyric. Yes, I you would know. say so. Yeah, and I, I was the, I, I was pretty, the one crying or spilling wine. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I I can tell you this is that uh, that this is definitely not anything that's going to be changed into club tunes. Yeah, uh, they're not going to be remixed into that. <laughs> uh, no, no house beats are pending. No, yeah. and, and you know what? It's, 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 there's nothing wrong with that. It's just this is something that was coming from a place that. Fortunately, you guys were sharing a similar space at the time when you were writing. Mm -hmm. uh, had you guys, have either of you thought anything about what if the other one wasn't in a similar headspace? Where would we be with this? Well, it's funny you say that because, in my, if you don't mind, I'll answer my side of this first. Sure. I don't think that we were in the same headspace for a long time when we started writing this album. Yep. We weren't. I was in a different space. He was in a different space. In shitty circumstances, it became, towards the end of the album, the stuff that we wrote at the end became the same circumstances, which was like, whoa. How did, how did that how happen? How did this just happen? Right. right? Yeah. Um, so it was almost like a blessing and a curse at the same time. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, funny how that happens, huh? Yeah. And I mean, you know, he's his life before we started playing together, my life, completely different. Like, yep. I lived in Phoenix. I did this. He did that. He was in Maine. He was playing solo. You know, I gave up music for a long time. Mm -hmm. Got back to it in 2008. It, it just it just happened. It was just mm -hmm. collide. Yeah. Uh, so uh, the text line, uh, checking in. Uh, Aaron says, love this song. Great job, guys. Thank you, Aaron. Thank you, Aaron. Uh, so uh, that, that's cool. And thank you for checking in, Aaron. Yes, we appreciate that. Absolutely. You. So good to hear from you. Um, so... Next one we've got uh, coming up is Lifeboats. Can you give us Ooh. a little little bit on this one? Lifeboats I wrote in 2012. Oh, it was okay. the uh, it was the 100th anniversary of the sinking of the Titanic. Okay. And um, that date I know. Yep. And what what happened was uh, it was I originally really wrote it just sort of as an exercise, a creative exercise in which I said to myself, now, the, the, the Titanic is something that has been explored over and over and yeah. over again. Ad nauseum, yeah. Yeah. You know, in, some ways, in some ways, not right. so good. Yeah. So and I, what, I, what I was sort of trying to challenge myself to do was to find something about the story of the Titanic to, that would resonate with me so much that would either just freak me out or, you know, inspire me or terrify me. Um, okay. You feel, you know, feel something. Feel something, it. you know. And he did all three of those to me when he gave me the song and said, I wanted to sing this. So. <laughs> <laughs> and, and what happened was um, I started really, I, I just dove head first yeah. into, you know, reading everything about it. And one of the survivor accounts, the thing that really, really, like, freaked me out and gave me chills and made the hairs on the back of my neck stand up was one of the accounts of the original survivors where as they were on the lifeboats mm -hmm. sailing away and the ship had already sunk yeah. and the sea was still again the only thing they could hear was out in the distance as these voices got further away the voices of people who had not um, were not going to survive that had not gotten onto the lifeboats and they were in the process of freezing to death and drowning. Yeah. And the uh, the the person that you know said the ghastly chorus continued on until dawn, 
And up until dawn, I thought that was the most awful thing I had heard until it was silent. Mm -hmm. And that silence was the most awful thing I had ever heard. So that was the testimony that really freaked me out. And, And so basically, I... The first verse of Lifeboats references th- that particular thing. Mm-hmm. And the second half of Lifeboats is the sort of classic trope of the Titanic as a metaphor for Western civilization. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the, the lyrics say, when too big to feel went down. When too big to fail went down. Uh, what did they hear to that day uh, disappearing in reflected starlight in, in that every billion years or so, so way, you know, or just, you know, humanity failing or who knows what happens, you know, and um, so that's kind of where we went with it. So that really was um, where where the song comes from. Now in the recording, Stephen P. Asaro, our percu- the percussionist who played on this album, he had, um, wh- wh- what was oh, that thing, like a thunder s- stick or a thunder box? thunder stick and he had the wind. It's know. the first thing you're going to hear oh, okay. when you hear the track. Yeah. And it sounds like the far off, you know, uh, the far off workings This, this of is one ship. of the things in the studio I get to say, like, oh, no, 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 we need to start this way and, and get this railing. So it sounds like almost like the cables of the railing on the boat snapping. Oh, boy. All right. So Yikes. what's funny, when Eddie said to me, you know, hey, I wrote this song a long time ago. I never did anything with it. I want you to sing this. I think you'd be great at it. I said, okay, whatever. Gave me the song. We started doing it. And, of course, uh, like anybody does, you attribute a song to your own feelings and what's going sure. on in your own sure. life. of course. Well, yeah. to him, that was a song he wrote for that. To me... Yeah. I was on a lifeboat watching things go down. Uh-huh. And good timing. And then when yeah. the sea was still. For, for musically good timing. Right. <laughs> and, 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 Personally, and, not so good. And but. when the sea was still, mm-hmm. to me, it was like, I have to sit here in this lifeboat by myself wondering what's going to happen next. Yeah. And what's, am I going to be saved? Am I going to go down? Right, right. So wow. that's the feeling. I took into it when I sang it in the studio and when I sang with him anytime I sing it. So. Very cool. So once again, two different journeys. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Hitting Come, together. Coming together. They, Come they, together. They, they were they were both dark in their own ways. Mm. And I think yeah. that was that was what I was looking at in, in initially in, in with that question was the idea that uh, it's not like it, it's not like one of you was in the best place you've ever been in your life uh, while this was going on. And and I think that that's the the interesting part to me is different but similar. Yeah, and what's beautiful about music, like he wrote this song with nothing in mind more than the Titanic and in, yeah. in, in, in the story you, the you read and the feeling of it, yeah. right? Yeah. But again, music transcends into somebody else's feelings in that's life. Right. And sure. that's how it worked. It worked out well. Very cool. All right, let's have a listen to Lifeboats from the Dire Holiday album Together and Broken to be released Upcoming in March on all platforms. So we didn't really talk about distribution yet, huh? Yeah, we'll talk about that. Yeah, we'll get to that. All right, here we go. (laughs) Lifeboats. And the lifeboat's far away Did they hear that night When the sea again was still 
And the eyes reflecting only in moonlight Voices floated out in the cold Through the dark and final echoes rain Amid the cries for help The cries for love and prayers Was there a song some of them sang? Did any of them sing? May I live to see the day Light. Just appearing, reflecting stars Who found the light bulbs went by Who found the light bulbs went by When you big to fail went down Did they hear that day? Disappearing reflected starlight And then every being is so away Voices floated out in the cold Whispered loud the new big bang In the lifeboats far away Was there a song some of them sang Did any of them say
that snapping is just <laughs> yeah, yeah. That is uh, that is something else. That's Lifeboats uh, from the new Dire Holiday album, Together and Broken. Uh, so, um, who was uh, doing that that haunting guitar? Was that that Eddie? That was me. Yes, yes. And on uh, cello is Valerie Thompson. Now, mm-hmm. uh, Valerie used to be in the Flutter Effect. Okay. Uh, this amazing uh, band uh, from the. Uh, from the 2000s, um, they were based out of out of Boston. I've been looking for an excuse to work with Valerie for a long time, cool. and she recorded her cello in uh, her home studio and on the piano. This is the first appearance of both of these musicians on this album. Uh, on piano is John Abrams, um, and uh, you know John ba- basically what the the guidance we sent you know we sent to the to these musicians tends to be these are the stories behind these songs these okay. are the emotions and sometimes there's tech stuff sometimes there's all right give me this note here and 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 here but overall it's please break my heart yeah <laughs> nice so, so i've known john for uh, years uh to the restaurant business actually but really? I, know, okay. I knew he was an amazing pianist uh, he he used to work. Uh, he was the the main piano player for Moving Out, the Billy Joel Broadway. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Toured the country yep, with that. Yep, yep, and yep, did all yep. the stuff. So that's not a bad gig. No, but I but he's an incredible. Well, he's got the chops. He the guy is a beast. He's yeah. so, so good. I there's not many people in the world that you can go. Listen, this is what I feel. This is what I want. And he he just nailed it. Nice. I mean, together and broken, we've given him co-writing because he did such an incredible job. With piano that we were like we gotta give him co nice. credits like nice. you have to really wow so he uh he he just he just captured everything so easy absolutely it was incredible and and he gave us so much material to use we were like I don't I want to use it all right <laughs> it's yeah. true it's true and uh, you know just two uh, other. Very important players in that song are Neil Kay on the saxophone. That's what I was going to say. And yeah, that was really of, good. Uh, yeah, and, and he's sort of going back and forth with Parma on mm-hmm. the yep. violin. And, you know, again, Parma just has this way to evoke emotion I- I out of that instrument that nobody else can in the way in the way she can and Steven with us with the the sound Cushions you know that that's that sort of the, those sound effects yeah. of that sound like a distant ship you know mm-hmm. sort of clanging around um, you know th- we really did assemble an army of generals for this album we, we sent them rough tracks and said, this is the idea. This is what we want to hear. Blah, blah, yeah. blah. So Palmer, who's more of a, a fly-by-night kind of a free spirit, which we love that, right, yep. comes in the studio. And, and Neil, too. And Neil, as well. And uh, we said to them, listen, you're on the Titanic. You're the band. Because uh-huh. everyone knows go. the story, right? Oh, of course. Sure. The band played till the Titanic went down. Yep. They, yep. they went down with the ship playing. So I yep. said, we both said to Palmer, like, think about yourself as the violinist on the the Titanic right now going down. Yep. How does that Jeez. feel? Wow. And it just, it just, and they both, that works, killed it. Like, yeah. it was yeah. like, whoa. You're wow. preparing yourself for the ever after yeah. the way, you know, the way a Buddhist monk would do with, with, with chanting, you know, and, mm-hmm. uh, you know, you, you and, uh, 
that's uh, very much, you know, it, it's not that different from what method actors do. Sure, sure. In, in, and uh, these, uh, you know, and we always tend to bring in artists who can speak that language, who can go to those places within their own psyches, within their own emotions, mm-hmm. you know, much, much like, uh, do you ever see like the outtakes of Apocalypse Now where sure. you actually see in the first few minutes of the movie with the ceiling fan and the helicopter, oh, yeah, mm-hmm. Martin Sheen was literally having a breakdown yeah. and a heart attack yeah. in those scenes and uh, I've always loved that sort of fearlessness and I feel like I can bring in the type of musicians who will come in and respond to something like that you know Yeah, I mean I said this to Neil and, and Neil said to me uh, can you do me a favor I said yeah he goes can you not change the way you sing that song and I went uh-huh. Yeah, I don't think I can anyway, but yeah, sure, yeah. I'll try not to. You know, he's like, dude, he's like, the feel is insane. He's like, I can't wait to play on this song. Like, Do, Yeah, and and, the, and I think it's a little bit of a departure for you in that um, there's a there's a couple places where you really hang in the in the melody um, much more than you usually do. Yeah, and that, yeah. that's a, it, it was, you know, you know, hearing it all together, it's an interesting departure and kind of makes it stand out, you know? Yeah, I mean, I definitely... Uh, there's, there's a few songs on this album where I stretch myself more than I ever have yeah. in my life. Uh, and usually it's because of feel. It was nothing right. more than feel. Yep. Uh, I don't know how I did some of it. You know, <laughs> I'm like, Eddie's like, dude, the way you sing that, I'm like, ah, okay, sure. Yeah, just, well, just, the way just, you did just, it was I gave him amnesiacs and tight elastics around his ball sack. <laughs> yeah. uh, I should have been what, a lot higher than you should have. Was there Rohypnol involved? Yeah, we, <laughs> you should have changed the key, and I should have been a lot higher than that. <laughs> As a matter of fact, he's full of shit right now. <laughs> because he sat in the fucking control booth as I sat in the vocal booth going, hey, Try that again. Can you can you do it in this key? Just keep it level. I know. Sure. What dick? Just right? keep it level. But it was like it level. One, it, Come it, on. It, it was literally keep one. It goddamn level. No, it was literally one Come line. Come on, people. One line, right? One line. One here? line. Thirty-six takes. One line. And you no, knew, and you this knew, way. You knew you could punch it in. You knew you could punch it in, oh, but oh, you wanted yeah. you wanted the whole yeah, thing. He, I watched him and Bob Nash. I knew Nash he could le- punch me. He's like, if I keep him in the booth, he won't punch me. Him yes. and Bob Nash is out there going, yeah, yeah, one more time, oh. one more time, one more time. So I mean, it's so the same fucking line. <laughs> so as a as a producer, um, do you you know do you feel the need to you know push people? Like I've 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 read stories about producers you know who will walk in a vocal booth and throw something at at a, at a vocalist and, you know and, or, and, or and fire a gunshot. Uh, well, we we well, actually we actually much. did that quite a bit with people on this album. Period. Well, we just asked them to go to painful places for them and mm-hmm. play from those the most vulnerable place. I, I wanted them to think that they were uh, in more an isolation tank than a studio where things were coming to light in their psyche that yeah. they didn't always see. And I wanted them to play from that place. I'm a firm believer that great things rarely come from comfort zones. So, oh, so my daughter, uh, Madison, my younger daughter, yeah. uh, not my oldest one, Sid. Sorry, Sid, I love you too, but you're not in the album. But <laughs> I know my father might call and yell at me. But uh, <laughs> Madison, we, wel- we welcome the calls from Papa Andre. <laughs> Papa Andre, baby. That's right. So my youngest daughter is actually on a song. Yep. Yeah, uh, I was uh, wondering which one is it? It's uh, Segway Silent. And it's okay. not on tonight, unfortunately. We didn't master it yet. But, okay. Uh, so Eddie had written the song. What, y- what year was that? 
1998, I wrote yeah. Segway. Wow. And, and he wow. held it. And he held it. He recorded it, but he held it and said, Yeah. So he says, Man, I, I really want to get your daughter to sing this song. I oh, said, cool. Okay. So we, we brought her in, and she was ready to go. She's got an incredible voice. She's, she's way better than me by far. Like, you want your kids to be better than you yeah, anyway, I was right? going to say, but isn't, that, isn't that perfect. your goal yeah, in life? Yeah. Yeah. Someone's like, well, she I kept be... saying, you must have a very talented and good-looking mother. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, she does. Yeah. Well, we'll get to that later. That's, yeah. part, of, that's part of the album, too. Yeah. But uh... <laughs> yeah, that's, that's later in the album. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that's, no. that's when the song comes up that, yeah. called, I'm Not As Talented Or Good-Looking As My Daughter's <laughs> yeah. Mother. That's, that's the next yeah. song. That but one's, anyway. That one's still being mastered. She, uh, so she... She's incredible, and and uh, people are like, oh, she should give you lessons. I'm like, no, I want her to shine. It's yeah, getting around, yeah, right. So, she came in the studio and she was ready. She's you know all gun ho and yep. I'm ready. And then she realized, whoa, this is a little bit more than I thought it was going to be. So, she yeah. started getting a little nervous, and I yeah. was like, I'm giving her shit because of her dad. Of like, course, what's yeah. the matter? Are you nervous now that you had this? Blah, blah, blah. And he goes, hey, shut up. <laughs> he goes in the vocal booth and he says, he tells her the story. He doesn't even tell me the story, how he wrote the song. Yep. Okay. He tells her the story. And all of a sudden, it was like someone hit a light switch. Nice. Yeah. Holy shit. It was like she went, wow, okay. I get it. And sang it. Like, we, we, Bob Dash was, in, and we were all like, holy shit, that was awesome. Context is everything. Wow. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. art is about relatable experiences. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so we got uh, Mike checking in on the uh, text line. Uh, he said uh, that uh, he dropped a 20 on the floor. If uh, somebody can grab it and hold it for him for next week. No, uh, Kim already took that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we put it in Susie's skirt. That's yeah. right. Yes. I'll, uh, get but, I'll get it later. Yeah. But, uh, but he you, says... So, Mike, you and Susie will both enjoy that experience. That's right. But he says, uh, amazing songs by two amazing people. And musicians, uh, glad and lucky, and, and we got cut off. But uh, thank you, brother thank you, Michael. Yeah. Yes. Man, you can call in too. Give us shit if you want. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so we got we got one more uh, before we're going to take a little bit of a break and have some fun with with the guys. Um, so this one is uh, the title track, uh, "Together and Broken." Now this um, kind of leads me to uh, a question, and and we kind of touched on it already. Um, so you know, we'll, we'll we'll I guess cover ground that we covered a little bit. But specifically for both of you, you know, you said mm-hmm. um, you, when you when you came up with the lyrics, you couldn't sing them. No, uh, well, so initially. I, I actually I actually wrote the the bass line, uh, the line, the the original right on piano, which I okay. don't play piano. So yeah. I actually went to, <laughs> went to Eddie, and this is the second song we wrote together. And I said, uh, "Hey, I, I, I record it," and he goes, "Oh, I think we've talked about this before." I yeah. said, "Yeah." Within like 10 minutes, he goes in the kitchen, comes back, he goes, is this it? And I went, holy shit. <laughs> like, he wrote the whole song in 10 minutes. I'm like, all right, I get it. It's three chords. You yeah. Know, but <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> hey, it worked for the Beatles. But, but the feel was incredible. Right. Yeah. So I had, the, I had the lyrics written, and, and, and it just, that, that was it. It was one night in, the, in an apartment, and uh, yeah. So it, to me, it was like, I, I, I'm not ready to sing this yet. Because... Mm-hmm. Like and, you know, I've played this for a few select people before we've released this. Uh, my sister, you know. Sure. And people go, oh, what's so-and-so going to think about this? And I go, so-and-so doesn't have to think anything about this because it's not about them. If you right. think it's about you, then good for you. Yeah. But it's I, not. I believe Carly Simon had a song about yeah, that. Right. <laughs> but, this, but, but, but people don't, my sister's like, look at my bullshit. I go, this is a struggle, an inner struggle. Right. So when you hear the, the first couple of lyrics, you're going, oh, 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 oh. I'm like, no, it's... It, it, 
Maybe I'm looking at myself. Well, it does not, say I'm together and broken. Yeah. Not you're together. And right, right, right. But there's also parts that says, you know. Yeah. yeah. You, About why you did this too, right? Yeah. Right, but right. still, it's like it's it, it's it, it doesn't have to be about a relationship. It's an inner struggle between yeah. work, yeah. life, could be anything. Things you're doing, and right. it's and you again, versus the world. It's, it, it, right, if people can relate to it any way they want to relate to it, and if someone believes that's what it is, then yeah. good, believe yeah. it. Yeah. Sure. So that 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 kind of dovetails perfectly into my point. Have have either of you written something? Uh, and just said, nope, no way. It's way too personal, way too, it's way too emotional. I can't do it. No. <laughs> no, I mean, honestly, that's, I didn't where think things, so, but. that's where things start to get interesting for me. Yeah. You know, because when, when you find something that you should not be singing about because you're afraid of this part of you, mm-hmm. that's exactly what the fuck you should be singing about. Nice. Yeah. No, that's a true artist and, right and, and, there. And, no, that's, and I agree. A, that's bravery. Yes. And I agree, I agree right with there. him. Is it, is it vulnerable? Is it suck to be up there sometimes? The first sure. time you play it live Every and time. go, everyone's thinking when I'm, you know. Yeah. We played this song at, a, at the, the Kerouac thing this September out in the park in Lowell, uh, Kerouac Park. Yep. And uh, this woman came up to Eddie afterwards. I didn't get a chance. I'm a rock star. I leave. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm out. Yeah, yeah. I'm out. That's yeah, what you, you do. You, you, know? you jump in the limo and go. Yeah. Because yeah. Eddie, Eddie broke five strings on the first song. We had to like, <laughs> take a break. So literally broke Almost four or five strings. Hey, that's passion right yeah, there. That's, yeah. that, see, that's my rock star. <laughs> yeah. 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 He yeah, played, you he played, st- you he literally played no part of me and broke like four strings. No, this is no joke. Gotta four stop, strings. Got to oh, stop boy. shomping at, the, uh, at Guitar Center. We played the entire album, acoustic, oh. and he broke four strings in the second song. Oh, boy. I was like... Nice. Actually, it was the first song. <laughs> oh. See now, you, you know what's cool about that though is 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 now you see where his real musical talent lies. Well, in playing two strings. What's actually really funny about it was like he got these two old dudes up here in this like artsy festival thing. It was like all these like twenty year olds and young kids from UMass, and yep. all of a sudden these two old dudes get up and, and just go you know, fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> we do our thing, right? Yeah, right. <laughs> so I, we did together and broke. Well, first of all, one person said. Yeah, fuck that. No part of me wants any fucking thing to do with that. I'm like, perfect. You get it. Yeah, right? yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, and another, and another girl. Yeah, and another girl goes, uh, together and broken. Like she goes, I. What'd she say? I just sat. I cried. She's like, I cried. Wow, that's and I was great. Like, well, that's... we got one person. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. all yeah, matters yeah, to me. Yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, we got, we got. Four Here's str- our website. Four new strings and one person. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Guess I broke the right by four strings. By the way, yeah, is, is that is that the name of your next album? Yeah, four new strings. <laughs> actually, we have joked about that. Actually, four new strings and yeah, a person. Yeah. <laughs> so, well, you actually b- broke five strings because you broke her heart string. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Oh man. But I'll tell you, it, right. he says to me after the show, he goes, "Man, I'm so sorry." He's like, I should bring a backup guitar. I'm like, I've been telling you that for fucking six <laughs> years. Six years I've been telling you that. That's why That's why, uh, That's why. why. Uh, uh, Hal took up the guitar, just so he had an extra yeah, one just there. In case. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he's a lefty. Yeah. Uh, so, oh, here's that's why your I moment, like buddy. him so much. Well, you know what? There's some talent. If he can grab yours and play it. Uh, he, he can. He yeah. can. He's done it before. There he you definitely go. does it. He there puts it upside go. down. He's done it. Now, was that a really hot day? I was trying to remember. in the no. park. Oh, was it raining or something? It's nope. usually late no, October it, it, or something. No, no. This was... Uh, this was weird. It was like a off the cuff. It was mid to late September. It was yeah. an event put uh, put on together by uh, Savannah Marshall and her Fresh Beats Collective, where they wanted to bring awesome. live music, and they have this really absolutely gorgeous 
portable stage that they're hoping to use next year, you know, given that it's safe. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, and uh, what we decided to do, it was us and, you know, a bunch of bands uh, full us of Us and a bunch kids. of 22-year-olds. And, and, and not to mention <laughs> kids kids that uh, are were all phenomenal musicians. No, they're, uh, they're, they're Basically, music uh, majors, music majors, and you match, and, sure, and could play circles around us. But to their credit, yeah. they they found some value and some emotion in our music too. And you know that's that's what I love about Lowell. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, but, uh, yeah. yeah. But how how you know were you the Roger to their Eddie that day? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yes. know exactly. You know, I mean, and and I mean, I I uh, I, I wouldn't yeah. presume I wouldn't presume to. To, to think I could fill you know such like shoes uh, like, mm-hmm. that like ro- like like a Roger Brunel you mm-hmm. know but yeah but I you, mean but you care you care as much as he did about well it. well exactly that you know? I know yeah absolutely and you know and uh, and it's and it's about elevating the conversation and it just comes comes back to you know this is the language we all speak this is the way we can say things to each other um, it, that transcend simple words. Well, it's funny because we so we got there early. Well, I got there early because Eddie never gets there. Early. <laughs> so I get there early, and I'm with Mama Kim, and we're hanging out, and she's like, "This is cool." I'm like, "Yeah." And I'm looking around. I'm like, "And we are the oldest yeah. people <laughs> in this fucking bill." I'm like, "Oh my god!" Yeah. Right? Uh, yeah, but so, we were the least sophisticated and the least mature, so we had that going. For no, us. but yeah. but I had, to, you know, which is nice. So these kids are coming up to us like, "Hey, what's up, man? Are you one?" I'm like, "Guys," yeah. I'm like, "Yeah." I'm, how old they, motherfucker? <laughs> yeah, what's up? So aren't, it's like, aren't you my uh, Latin professor? Yeah. <laughs> Latin? That's like language, right? Yeah. <laughs> no, no, I'm his father. <laughs> <laughs> so I go. So, so we. Uh, I'm I'm nervous. I'm like I'm really nervous. I sure. Can't we're doing this right now. I said sure. to him, I go. Could you pick a younger crowd? <laughs> like, yeah. Holy right. Shit, dude. Like. <laughs> well, yes, maybe. Maybe but, some electric yeah. dance music. Like yeah. what the hell? Yeah. You? <laughs> So, but then was, hey, hey, you know what? That's when you look over at Eddie and go, "Do you know any Britney Spears?" Yeah, right. <laughs> so, so I said to myself, "I go, you know what? This is what this album's all about. Like, just not giving a shit, mm-hmm. right?" And we got up there and we killed it. We just said, "I said, you made somebody cry." Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. Well, probably more than one, but for other reasons, right? Yeah, yeah. well, <laughs> can you get them off? I, that 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 sounds like the first wave show. <laughs> oh, the first wave has been out at. Um, Shows checking out bands, local bands, and uh, we've definitely gotten the question: oh. Are your kids in this band? <laughs> well, yeah, that's what they were. Yeah. That's, that's, that's what they were asking cool. us too, and I was like, you know what? No, but she's on the album. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. My album. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, yeah that, that was the night we met Laura in Alexandria. Yeah. Ah, you know what? Yeah. Uh, Yes. Yeah, that's a, a, a great result. Yes. <laughs> yep. All right, let's listen to uh, "Together and Broken." Then we're going to come back and we're going to ha- we're going to have some fun with the guys. Uh, not that we haven't been having fun, yeah, but, but we're going to take a little break. I, I just want to throw yes. out one more shout out to John Abrams on this song because okay. the, the piano uh, co-writing credits for this uh, is incredible. So I uh, said to him, I said, "John," and this is weird. Uh, <laughs> this is so weird. I couldn't find the right thing to get the feel. And I'm like, I'm trying to tell him. He was so close. I said, John, I said, this is going to sound strange. And I, I don't know why I'm saying this, but it's what I, uh, the dance by Goth Brooks. Yep. Oh, geez. Yeah. I said, okay. I want that heart 
tug string yeah. feeling yeah. that he has at the beginning of that. And okay. He goes, Within 20 minutes, he sent it back, and I went, holy shit, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Like, he, he, he Context. Yeah. So. See, and, and this is what happens Context. when you work with talented musicians. And, yeah. and whether it's you guys trying to hash out a song uh, or, or working with other musicians coming in on what you guys have created, yeah. it's all about, uh, as you said, the context of, of, of this is what we're thinking. And, and working with good musicians, they normally come up with it, it which it, is great to hear. And it gets better because he sent us multiple tracks. And that little snipe bastard sent us a couple tracks that went together. We, you know, mm-hmm. so we're listening going, hmm. So, yeah, we wanted the intro. Yeah, sure. And then we said, holy shit, let's go with an outro. Let's use the other track. For ah, the nice. Like, it was like, right? It was like, all of a sudden the light yeah. went on. Me, him, and Bob Nash, all three of us went, oh, dude, like yeah. this would be so cool. And you know what is nobody uses an outro anymore. No, we do. Which is <laughs> damn oh, yeah. fucking cool. And nobody, you guys play, are nobody doing plays that. at almost 50 years old in a park with 22 year olds. Well, yeah. all right, I'll give you that. I'll so give you that. What we did was um, we, we, put together, uh, we, we put together in the studio where uh, John had played an intro, and we added uh, one of his other intros as, as, as an outro. And then what we did was we sent it to Valerie Thompson, and she played cello oh, over the whole incredible. combined mm-hmm. thing. And the two of them together you know and i gave them both the same instructions please break my heart you know please make me feel like you know please 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 make me feel like uh it's um 1987 and i'm listening to under the milky way tonight <laughs> ah. <laughs> you're gonna you're, you're, you're gonna play that this weekend <laughs> you gotta throw that in we actually, we actually have played that but yeah, yeah. probably well, not this yeah, weekend on double click radio I, 12 to 2 p.m yeah. on sundays <laughs> yeah you know what it is radio boston <laughs> Com. Throw that one in their playlist uh, for yeah. for this weekend. All right, yeah. good, good we're, call. We're radio hosts now too, Pete. So we know what you're going through. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. all right. Let's uh, let's hear uh, the title track of the Dire Holiday album, "Together and Broken." Happening to you 
fences and building new ones We know there's things to be sold But in the meantime we're dealing with that devil we know Now together we're broken at the same time That is just damn beautiful. Oh, thank beautiful. you. I uh, missed the outro. That's uh, Together oh, and Broken cool. from the title track from Dire Holiday. Nice job, guys. Thank you very much. Thank you so, thank you much. so much for having us, and uh, we appreciate it. Yeah, yeah so uh, are you guys interested in having your own show on Wave Radio Boston? Is there anyone out there who's interested in this? Oh, I, I thought you were talking to us. I'm like, yeah, we, we already <laughs> Yeah, do. no, no. We, we, yeah. I, Somebody I, tell them. You, Somebody you send them a note. <laughs> yeah, you guys, you guys, you guys well, already guess, answered the it's call. Like, it's like caller. Yeah. John, we yeah, have a yeah. show. <laughs> so the key element here, yeah, right there. the key element with your own show is you can broadcast from here oh. in our greater Boston studio, your own home, or somewhere in between, maybe. Uh, we want to help you make your show a reality. Just send an email to share the air at waveradioboston.com and we'll help you share the air with us. Join the real radio revolution and say F you to FM with Wave Radio Boston. All right. Uh, and, you know, I, I kind of had meant to get into this earlier, but that, that uh, is a great segue, especially the guys giving you a hard time about having shows. Yeah. Uh, so I pulled some, um, some stats uh, from. Uh, Last year at this time, okay, and the past month, and basically, 
if you look at the numbers, all of the numbers that uh, I, I look at, um, the station has more than doubled its uh, its listenership. Awesome. So. Yeah. yeah. That's, uh, that's wonderful. That's you're welcome. You're welcome. I appreciate that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my bad. Yeah. Oh, my that's, God. Uh, you, know, you guys are a big, big part of, uh, of that and the growth of the station. So thank you both very yeah, much and, for and all a, that and you do. And a gigantic thank you to the listeners. Well, yes, the good thing is I'm a, grower, you know, I'm a grower, not a shower. So it's yeah, perfect. Yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Me too, brother. Uh, so so when, when you look at it, thank you very much to those of you who are listening. Yes. Is, you know what? It, it, we have such a variety here. Uh, a mm-hmm. lot of, it, it, Similar enough that there's yes. some uh, cohesiveness. Yeah. Uh, but holy crap, are these shows just so unique. Yeah. And we really are blessed to have incredibly talented hosts here. Absolutely. Uh, who know what they're doing, and not only that, but have a passion for what they do, mm-hmm. and it shows in every show. So yeah. we thank you all for listening and following them. Uh, don't forget, you know what? Check out one of the other shows on the station. Uh, yes. You know, it is, is we, we hope that we can entertain you. And uh, speaking of other shows on the station, uh, Prosty uh, from uh, the Harmonics. Oh, that was close. From, uh, that was close. <laughs> yeah. It, it was it was almost prousty. It was no, it was a cross it? between prousty and prousty. No, you were prousty. in between. Uh, so, anyways, he he he's checking in. He's saying, "Great stuff, guys. Uh, looking forward to meeting you. Maybe collaborating someday." Awesome. Ooh, we awesome. like collaborations. We Thanks like so that. much, prousty. And, and he's uh, he's actually thrown out you know some uh, a, a a perhaps uh, a some some subject matter. He said, "Maybe we can write a song about Pete's pinball machine coming back to life." <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Called never gonna happen. Yeah, it's called pinball fantasy. How about, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Get, get out of my head, Prosty. Yeah, and, and, and you know what? You, you, you got he's you, a broken got, pinball wizard. Yeah, exactly. I'm gonna play. I'm, I'm looking at it going. All you have to do is is, is grab grab oh, a, a, a a tiny little part of pinball wizard, and you can work right around oh, that for the music. Well, yeah, we could do that. <laughs> all right, all right. Looking forward to that. Um, so we're, we're gonna have to throw some pictures up. There you go. Yeah. Yes. Uh, so. Um, Want to take it? Take it just a just a quick break from uh, the w- our, our listening party that we're having here for the amazing Dire Holiday album, Together and Broken. Um, so you guys have done um, cover stuff, uh, lots of lots of cover gigs in your day, uh, and uh, the folks in the in the studio. I'm also. not playing. That's not fair. Uh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> not playing. We're, we're gonna get our asses kicked back up. So what I have done? That was, he's, I don't even know what we're playing right now. I got my pants off. Eddie, I don't know what's going on. Eddie's, Eddie's the one I'm scared That's of. Why I said I'm not this playing. is an intervention, Paul. I, I, I am most scared of Eddie. I can tell you that. <laughs> oh, is this a music trivia? I'm out. I'm oh like, yeah, I'm no, out. it's not. It's not music but. trivia. All right. <laughs> what what it is is this is um, the lyrics uh, to uh, to songs. And uh, we, we've taken the lyrics to songs, and I'm just going to read them to you. Oh, God. Eddie's going to be like... In the most monotone way I can. It is Savant Jeopardy for Eddie. Yeah. <laughs> no, <laughs> that's, why, that's why Eddie's going to kick my ass. Stop. Stop hitting the button. Stop. Stop. Hit the button, Eddie. Eddie. Eddie, stop. Normally, I have a pretty good chance on this one, but not with Eddie in the studio. All right. So here's what we're going to do. Um, so the way we do this is um, 
is uh, you you each get a question as we go around the room. Oh, Jesus. Uh, and since Becca Lee just happened to step out of the room, uh, she will go last. She uh, really start with me. She really did quit. She's like, I'm out. I'm she, done. Uh, she was like, uh, no, I'm I'm gone. Uh, but that she, so she she's going to go uh, wrangle the interns. Yes. Um, so what way we do it is uh, it's not it's not done for speed. So you get a uh, first crack at your your question, and then if somebody wants to steal it, then uh, they can use their name as a buzzer to to buzz yeah, in. Pete so will, Pete will let you know when it's available to steal. Yeah, correct. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Right. So it, you know, if you give up or I give the normally the buzzer. it's just normally it's just Becca and I, so yeah. it makes it easier. Now yeah. we've got you know. Now, right. So what I'm thinking is Pete is is. Give me time uh, and, and, and say, okay, And he's like, I win. Look, yeah, he's, I he's know. the face on I win. Yeah. I know. Yeah. All right, so the way, we, the way we're going to do this is I have 12 songs prepared. Oh, Jesus. Um, and so just uh, so we'll start with uh, John Anthony. Yeah. I'm, uh, I'm on this side of the room. So. Pick, a, <laughs> pick a number between 1 and 12. 6. Number 6. All right, let me get number 6 here. Okay, of course you have to pick the one that goes between two pages. All right. Of course I do. Here we go. Yeah, right. Isn't that what I do? It is. All right, here we go. Number six. He'd, uh, he'd headed west because he felt that a change would do him good. See uh, some old friends good for the soul. She had been born with a face that would let her get her way. He saw that face and he lost all control. Oh, I know it. Uh, see, I, 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 I should. I know the song, and I'm like, keep going because I you know, know I'm, I'm following it. You as don't I go. know it. I know All you right. don't know it because you're like, no. Uh, like, I know you're not a fan of it. Ah, uh, uh, life in the fast lane by the Eagles. Oh, come on! You just yeah. bullshitted that. <laughs> that is incorrect. It's not life in the fast lane. It is not life in the fast lane. Ah, now you're fucked. Wait a minute. Read it again. See some. Yeah. Old, uh, sorry. He'd headed west because he felt that a change would do him. This is the portion where your name is your buzzer. He'd headed west because he felt that a change would do him good. See some old friends. Good for the soul. She'd been born with a face that would let her get her way. He saw that face, and he he lost lost all control. control. Yeah, Life in the fast lane. Night after night. Uh, nobody's buzzing in yet? No. Right. Paul. Yes. Paul. <laughs> Life in the fast lane. <laughs> we tried that already. Yeah, it, it's not going to be any more right for you I than it was for him. Just, <laughs> although just here it might be. <laughs> night after night, day after day, it went on and on. Oh, uh, uh, I got it. I got it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Becca? Yeah. Yes. No, I might be wrong. I was thinking Tom Penny. No. No, it's not. Uh, John. Yes. Uh, uh, Journey. Uh, da, 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 da. No, it's not, the Eagles. Night after night, day after so day. So it's the Eagles, just not. It went on not. and on. Then came that morning. He woke up alone. He'd Eddie s- Hollywood Nights. Yep. Well, Eddie Eddie buzzed in with his name first. Oh, son of a oh. damn it! That is right. Hey, Hal. I, uh, so, at least so, you and I, you yeah, and I, have, we're on the reason, same wavelength. There. We can split that. One. Eddie, would you like to give the the correct answer? Yes, that was Hollywood Nights by Bob Seger and the Silver, Silver Bullet, Bullet Band. Band. He's gonna, no, no, he's going to cheat. He's going to cheat. 
He's got something over here whispering in his ear. She whispered into your oh, ear, yeah, not mine now, buddy. But it was okay. nice. It was we nice. All, we all had an epic failure. On yeah, that was bad. <laughs> At least we started off there. Thank God but for beer. That's so weird. I, I really thought I, it was... I, I, I was on that I same right too. from the beginning. I, I had it written down. Did you say yeah. Hold on. Jenny Isn't knew it. The it. Same lyrics? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's awfully close. Jenny knew it. Jenny got it? it? Yeah, Jenny was the one who got nice it. Nice job, Jenny. Yeah. yeah. Right. But, uh, the, the, you should come in and play. Yeah. No. But no, I knew it once you said, well, here's the thing. She 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 got it, but then she came and whispered in the pond here. No, I thought she uh, was uh, no, no. She licked my neck. Oh, man. <laughs> Right. See, now All I right. feel better. All right, there's going to be <laughs> right. there's going to be a band rift and a new song coming out of that. Yeah. All right, so Eddie, your girl your girl just licked my leg. <laughs> All right, so Eddie leaps out to uh, uh, a lead. Uh, so these are all varying difficulties okay. uh, and varying decades yeah. yep, and everything. Yep, yep. All right, Eddie, uh, a number one through uh, twelve that is not six. Seven. Seven. All right, seven. Uh, just got to get that here. All right. Here we go. Number seven. <clears throat> what have we done with innocence? It disappeared with time. It never made much sense. Adolescent resident, wasting another night on planning my revenge. One in ten. One in ten. One in ten. Dire holiday. <laughs> All of this time to make amends. I got it. All right. Monkey Wrench by the Foo Fighters. Monkey Wrench by oh, the Foo Fighters. On. We're fucked. Fucking cheetah. Yeah. No, he's just good. Wow, that's impressive because I, 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 the one in ten, I'm, I was starting to I dial it so, in. Yeah, one in ten was the uh, yeah, giveaway. Yeah, yeah, that's the giveaway. I was starting to dial it in, but I still didn't get it. Oh, shut up. Listen, listen. Nice you, job, Eddie. You guys you guys are talking to the host of Double Click, Click Radio. Radio. The reason, right. Noon to two on Sunday. I think you should change it to Double Dick Radio. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> that's going to be my Monday show. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. Now, that, that, by the way, was the funniest thing I've heard all night. <laughs> yeah, we're really, we're really going to say to you, F you to FM. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> A few other M's, too. Tire Holiday changed it to Double Dickhead Radio. <laughs> <laughs> but but here's the thing. Double dick du- radio. D- yeah. oh, the that's reason it's so called funny. the reason it's called double click radio is that because throughout my life I've had friends who when I go on and on about music or just some ridiculous encyclopedic fact, mm-hmm. they'll point an imaginary clicker at me and go yeah, like as if to sort of Shut change the web page, yeah, change the channel, uh-huh. change the channel sure. you know. So, I get that too. So, so you know, you guys, you guys went here with the host of Double Click Radio on WaveRadioBoston.com, oh, twelve Christ, to two p.m. Go. EST <laughs> on uh, Sundays. That's right. I told you I didn't want to. Play. All right, wh- <laughs> all right, Hal. Uh, so a number between one and twelve that is not six or seven. Thirteen. Thirteen. <laughs> I, I He'll went get looking this for one. it too. He'll get this one. <laughs> Eight. Eight. All right, we're going in order. Aren't you guys nice? All right, here we go. Ready, Hal? Here we go. I'm ready. Love is gentle as a rose. One second. All right, you're muted. Love is gentle as a rose, and love can conquer any war. Oh, shit. Oh, I forgot. It's time to take a stand, brothers and sisters. I know it. Join hands. Chorus. Love transcends all 
time and space. And love can make a little child smile. I should know this. I feel like I should be like reporting myself at this point. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know, uh, I know. Eddie. Uh, no, uh, well, no, no, he has no, to, no, no, no. He, he gets a chance at there. least. Uh, Life of the Fast Lane, Eagles. <laughs> <laughs> that goes up to you, Matt. Uh, uh, say, can you, oh, can so, you read it one more time? All right, one more time. Love is gentle as a rose, and love can conquer any war. It's time to take a stand. Brothers and sisters, join hands. Chorus. Love transcends all time and space, and love can make a little child smile. Oh, can't you see? This won't go wrong. But we've got to be strong. We can't do it alone. Oh my god! It's like it's in you my head. You know what, John? Like, it's not. No, it's is it Marvin oh, Gaye. I thought I thought you answered already. Eddie, no, wait, wait, hold on. We're not. We're not we're at not that portion of, yet, the, of the of uh, the. Get your hand off the buzzer. Get your hand off the buzzer. No, wait till the time's up. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Anyway. You don't know. Right. I'm with you. Right. I had Eddie. I, I, go, go ahead, dickhead. Go, go ahead. Take it. Sweep it. Lenny Kravitz, let love you. Ah, shit! Is it right? Nice. He's got it right. Uh, let's see. Let love rule. Thank you. Thank you very much. Hey, nice. She's over here feeding you the answers. That's bullshit. She's, she's better Googling. than all of us combined. She's Googling. That's, oh, oh, she's Googling, Pete. Is she shazamming? No, she's asking me where there's a lighter so she can smoke some weed. <laughs> oh, all right, whatever. All right. All right. Like, so listen, I, I can't listen I, I don't to you guys anymore. Can we do like a that. wiggle song or something? <laughs> yeah. like all those. <laughs> can we have aha? Uh-huh? <laughs> right. So Beckley, I spent six months in a leaky boat. <laughs> Beckley so, has stepped out. Uh, uh, go to me. Quite wisely. No. All right. Oh yeah, you can't go because you're you're doing it. Yes. Never mind. Yeah. Uh, so uh, John Anthony, a number right. between one and twelve. That is. Uh, not yeah, I'll do six, three. Seven, and eight. Three. Okay. Number three. Number uh, nine. Right. Number nine. Which oh, is what I should have done. Number three. Okay, let's get this one up here. I got Michael LaChance texting me. Lenny Kravitz. Like, yeah, thanks, Professor. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> Two minutes late. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> exactly. Story of my life. Uh, Two minutes or late? <laughs> Both. <laughs> all right, John. Here we go. All right, here we go. If we go again all the way from the start, I would try to change things that killed our love. Your pride has built a wall so strong. Show I, I feel like uh, doing. Uh, yeah, <laughs> this is. You know what? Is you picked, you picked much harder ones than you normally. I do. don't think you're gonna actually get a shot at Alex Trebek's job. All right, Pete, start that one over, please. If we go again, all the way from the start, I would try to change the things that killed our love. Our pride has built a wall so strong that I can't get get through. Is there really no chance to start once again? I'm loving you. Try. Uh, hold on. Uh, still, wanna, do, still loving you by the Scorpions. Still loving you uh, by the Scorpions. Bingo. Wow. Yeah. Wow. 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 That's a, that's that's impressive. Yeah. All right, yeah, but Eddie still has like five to one. So oh, I know, like, but you know what? I, four I to two. One. Four that to one two. was not easy. What a beautiful song. I love this song. I suck. I'm a big Scorpions fan. Yeah, same here. Uh, more than I was at the time, too. Oh, yeah. uh, they, they, 
the fact that they barely speak English other right. than uh, singing. I've amazing. actually, I've actually grew to like them later. Yeah, than, like, me too. The 90s. That, that's, like, yeah, yeah, shit. Yeah. Yeah, his I, voice yeah, is incredible. Oh, he's. Oh, Klaus Mena! Klaus Mena! The Klaus! The Klaus! I can't believe I, it was the last. It was the last line. Well, uh, there was another whole, yeah. whole other uh, verse for you. But, yeah, I, uh, and okay. I can't believe I got it from that. I'm like, if this isn't good job, it, John. Fucking, thank you. All thank right, you. Well, for, that, for, that was not easy. Well can we done. try Dial Holiday lyrics? I might get that one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> there, you get half of them. There's still, some, there's still some. That was one of the tougher ones. So I'm I got worldwide okay. live on cassette. Oh, yes. Uh, yep. for Christmas in uh, 1987. Nice. Oh, yeah. The yeah. zoo on that was just. Oh, Oh, I, I was oh, yeah. I was another, I was thirteen years thing. old. <laughs> the zoo, uh, that song, the zoo is just so good. All right, uh, Eddie leads four to two to Christ. Uh, all right, Eddie, uh, number one to twelve. I'll let you know if it's been picked. Three, three. Which I just took that one. Two, two. There you go. All right, number two. All right, that's the shit. All right, here we go. <laughs> number two. Oh, every night. And every day, a little piece of you is falling away. But lift your face the Western way. Build your muscles as your body decays. Toe your line and play their game. Let the anesthetic cover it all till one day they call your name. I will admit... I had this no idea metal. anesthetic was in that. Right, said this Fred. is medical. Yeah, this, this is this is metal. <laughs> Ask me. Would you like Would you like it one more time, Ed? Um, no, I'm going to go ahead and say that was um, the B side to Dolly Parton's Nine to Five. You know what is is Let's uh, give it to Becca because Becca just showed back up again. Uh, okay, give her a chance. Uh, right. Becca, here's, here's one for you. <laughs> All right, you ready? You, you don't even have your headphones Because I'm pretty sure this is your music. Okay. Uh, I'm going to guess. Oh, every night and every day, a little piece of you is falling away. But lift your face the Western way. Build your muscles as your body decays. Who wrote this? Toe your line and play their game. That's the line that I recognize. I just can't figure it out. Let the anesthetic cover it all. Jenny's all over this. Yeah. Till one day they call your name. She's the one that's that's winning this whole thing. Yeah, she is. Till one day they call your name. Eddie. Well, let, let, let's let Becca no, strike out on she's, it. You're cheating. <laughs> no, you don't no, know no. This one ain't. This one right. isn't Eddie's. If Becca can't yeah, get it, right. it's Jenny's. Yeah. Oh. We're gonna have to put put a Jenny column. Yeah. No, no. We call it the cheetah column. Yeah. You can't Google it. It's called. She's not Googling. I'm watching her. No. She knows this shit. All right. I thought you were gonna get beers. Why do you guys think she's here? (laughs) Get beers. Beck, do you have any idea? No. I I don't. There there one line I recognize somewhere, but I can't place it. Eddie, did you have a guess? Um, I'm gonna say love theme from Blood Sucking Freaks. Ah, no. uh, Paul. Right. Yes, Queen. And and what? Oh, how about oh. the song? Oh. oh, shit! I don't know. What chance? What chance didn't send that to you? Did he? No, no. Matt Seahams did. He said, "Kill the biopic movie." Jenny, the, 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 the Jenny, Wendley. what's the answer? <laughs> 
No, 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 no. not not toe to the line. line. Ah, no, that's not a great song. Uh, it's not Kenny, so cold crazy. No. <laughs> no, it's from Wembley, so it has to be. Uh, not Radio Goo Goo. No. Can we go with Tie Your Mother Down? Ah, uh, here we go. What is it? Ah! I'm at a fall. Yeah, absolutely. One of the uh, highlights of their live aid performance. Absolutely. It was one of my favorite Queen songs. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Sneaky great song. Yeah, absolutely. You know, that it's live, funny. That live aid thing, man, I, I, I'm a huge Phil Collins fan. I'm a huge Phil Collins fan. And him doing both was really oh, cool. God. Both sides of Flying that live aid in, in 1985. Ruining Led Zeppelin? That was awesome. Yeah. No, no, no. Oh, it was Led Zeppelin ruining him. He was so freaking mad. Dude. Oh, yeah. By the way, uh, I love this song by Queen. It's one of my favorites, but I don't, don't know the lyrics. Yeah, no, me, me Who either. knew Anesthetic was in there? Well, I, I recognized I a couple like an, of words, like an but I couldn't I play like, Who wrote that? What jerk off wrote that? What jerk off wrote that? Oh, Freddie Ricky, my bad. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> one of my favorite people in the world. I know. My bad. Great singer. All right, so that was Eddie's. Did we skip? Yeah, so we got to go back to uh, we got to go back to Hal. Uh, Hal right. holidays on uh, the on the clock. All right, Hal. Don't give me that look, Eddie. Number one, one to twelve. Yeah. Then there's a bunch that have already been taken, but one, uh, one. All there right, there you go. We know that hasn't been taken. Number yet. one. All right. Thank you very much. Let's see how this goes. All right, you ready? Yes. I'm like Tyson, Ison. I'm a soldier at war. Oh. I'm making sure you don't try to battle me no more. Got, I know the song. Got concrete <laughs> rhymes, been rapping for 10 years, and even when I'm bragging, I'm being sincere. MCs can't win. I just make them rust like tin. They call me Jaws. My hat's like a fin, Becca. like a shark's fin. No, Hal has to... It's how first. first. Uh, like a shark's fin because I'm, uh, let's see. Uh, Come on. <laughs> I know the artist. Uh, so, yeah, that's, that's, all, that's all you get there. They call me Jaws. My hat is like a shark's fin. So would you like, like it one more time? Yes, one more time. All right. Uh, uh, is their hat like a shark's fin? Uh, yeah. uh, that doesn't make any sense, but uh, yeah. I'm like Tyson Ison. Tyson. I'm a soldier at war. I'm making sure you don't try to battle me no more. Got concrete rhymes. God, you are so white. <laughs> what, you think I'm trying to do this for, for a reason? Vanilla ice. Got concrete rhymes. Been rapping for 10 years. I'm waiting for face tattoos to just magically appear on your face. <laughs> and even when I'm bragging, I'm being sincere. MCs can't win. I just make them rust like tin. Vanilla ice. Is that your guess? That's my guess. That is your guess. John. 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 Terrible rap. Who the hell writes that too? LL Cool J. Queen. And I'm going to go Rock the Bells. You're right. You're right. You're right. Rock the Bells. Oh, shit. Yes. LL Cool J. Bad. I'm bad. It's bad. Thank you. What a great bass line. I love it. I'm sorry. I, I love that old Julio. He's still one of the worst rappers ever. Oh, no. Early. First two albums. First two albums, yeah. First well, two actually, albums. After that. Mama said knock you out. As was soon as awesome. Mama said knock you out, I was done. 
Actually, I like Momo Sonaki. Do you guys do you guys remember on um do you guys remember on In Living Color they had LLJJ? Yes. Mama's gonna throw me. Ah! Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I can't believe I didn't get this one right because that's I my that's my, that's my favorite. That's my favorite LL. I got I LL. Suck. I knew it was LL. Oh, yes. All right, Becca. Uh, I see you're packing up. Uh, you gonna do one more? Yeah, do one more. All I'll right. see if I can. All right. Uh, so a number between one and twelve. That hasn't been taken. I'll let you know. Yeah, if so uh, yeah, four. Four. Yeah, All right. Was... Here we go. Four. All right. I can't believe I missed on bad. Not the one you wanted to pick, but okay. Oh. Well, the Cadillac pulled up ahead of the Ford. The Ford got hot. Ooh, I know this one. Wouldn't do no more. It done got cloudy one. and started to rain. Tooted my horn for the passing lane. The rainwater poured up under my hood. Knew that were doing my motor good. Oh, that's yeah. awful yeah, grammatically. No, but, but it works in the song. Yeah. Uh, she's looking fairly perplexed. Right? Yeah, you have, you have no yet. idea. She knows the song. Yeah. I do. Yeah. All right. Uh, right. All right, so uh, we will open it up. Uh, I think Hal had a had a yeah. Guess. I'll give I'll give you that one, Hal. Go ahead, take oh, your first guess. I know, but I'm trying to think of the name. It's uh yeah, uh, the heat the hot rod Ford. Hot rod Ford. Eddie. Eddie. Oh. Oh. Eddie's got it. Chuck Berry, Maybelline. Maybelline. Also made popular by Johnny Mathis, if I'm not mistaken. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah no, no, no. There's Johnny no Mathis. Johnny no Mathis may have done it, but it was never popular there's, by Johnny Mathis. There's no way no, Johnny Mathis. Who was it that, that, that did a version of Maybelline? Uh, uh, the Ever- Everly Brothers. The Everly yeah, Brothers Everly did Brothers it, but did a Johnny... Uh, no, who was, who was the guy who did Welcome Back, Baby, from the Poor Side of Town? Oh, Johnny Rivers. Johnny Rivers. Yeah, yeah. not Johnny Rivers. That's Mathis. the yeah, shit but, we need to be doing right now. But, like, but, artists, like, but I, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm sorry. That, that, is like, that is like the difference between uh, vanilla and hot sauce. Well, exactly. No, but by but the that's way. What, that, so, that was such a glimpse oh, of rock it. and roll oh, in the 1950s. Speaking of being a vessel for music as a covers, Johnny Rivers is one Pete, of the great best. Great choice of songs, by yeah. the way. Absolutely. Abs- that guy is so uncredited, Johnny Rivers. He oh, was, yeah. You know, he was, he's insane. He was the house band for the uh, Whiskey A Go-Go. Oh, yeah. That's crazy. Oh, for a long time, yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. And he it was so good. Imagine going to see Johnny Rivers and the Doors. Right, exactly. No yeah, so exactly. Think you know, Thursday night. Okay. I, I saw a couple uh, in a of two, local in bands a 200, there. 200 uh, capacity place. Yeah, you were probably better off seeing Johnny Rivers in the doors. That at that, that point. room. Well, actually, not that point in time. They were right. Yeah, who knows? I, I was in that room in 1991, and I can tell you this, is that all the history and all the, 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 the grandiose things about the the whiskey, you walk into that place, and the place is a fucking dump. Oh, I was there in, two, but, I was but, there in 2005. I was like, yep. this place is a shit But I'll tell you this. It was so cool to be there. Yeah, but and I was seeing it's shit no different bands than walking into a rat in Boston. Yeah, like, but like, but I was oh seeing God, I was right? seeing shit bands on a Monday night too. So I, yeah. I mean I it, to, for me it was just well, the history you, that was you there. You say shit bands on a Monday night, but there's no uh, they were they were not good in, <laughs> in 1991. They were not that good. Believe me, it's probably Trust Guns N' Roses. Trust me, that no, it wasn't. <laughs> All right, that I would have remembered. All right, moving on. Uh, so that was uh, Becca Lee. Uh, be so that's uh, John. Number between one and twelve. Uh, let's go with uh, 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 four. Four was just the. Oh, last it was one. all right. Uh, seven. Seven. We have already done. Uh, How many are left? Ten. Ten. Okay. Ten. 
Da, da, da. Uh, it is almost mathematically impossible for anybody to catch up to Eddie, but no, uh, but we're gonna try. We'll, we'll see. We'll see what we can do. All right, here we go. Number ten. Cheater. Speaking of cheater, cheat the odds that made you. Brave the gamble at times. Well, I feel like dirty laundry sending sickness down the line. Tell you why. Chorus. Always drunk on Sunday. Trying to feel like I'm at home. Smell the gasoline burning. <gasps> oh, I should know oh. this. <laughs> I knew that was going to be the one that got everybody. Yeah. Boys out feeling nervous and cold. Oh, come on, Eddie. I'm going to say... You know what is? is yeah. I, I, have, I, I don't have it. I don't even have it. Have I, it. I'm not going to okay. get it anytime soon, so go. I'm not going to get it Let's either, keep but, the show but moving. I know that whole Let's keep the, burning, let, yeah, yeah, I guess yeah. smell the gasoline burning. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. Black Crows, nervous again. Uh, nervous again is incorrect. Ooh, Black Crow's jealous again. Jealous Damn again. it! Ah, you uh, son of a... It's like Jeopardy. Like, ooh. All right, I get a half a point for that. <laughs> uh, <no. laughs> you gave him the answer. I love it. Beautiful. Yeah. It's like Jeopardy. <laughs> Motherfucker. Jealous again was also um, the title of a classic Black Flag song. Yes, yes. it was. Mm. Yeah. With Keith Morris uh, on vocals, later of the Circle Jerks. I've been on the radio for what you know, a few months now, and, uh, <laughs> and, and I haven't mentioned I, the Circle Jerks. That's that, that's <laughs> yeah. pretty incredible. How's that actually? possible? I know, right? That's usually porn. I tell you. All right, Eddie. Let's you to FM. Right. Let's yeah. uh, let's close this out. I think you yeah. can uh, make it. Uh, He's already won. He already won. Yes. Yeah, by a lot. I, I, I want. By the way, as predicted by everybody <laughs> yeah, here exactly. in the studio. Like, you guys sure you still want to play? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so there's there's two. You finally won something. Good job. There's uh there's one I'd like to see if if he gets he is the king. Well, okay. All right. So all right. let's let's do that. Let's give it to him. King of the dipshits. Way to go. Let's let's see let's see if king uh, of the king of the music if he, if he comes up with this one and feel free to steal. All right. I can't believe I could have been so blind. But love is strange. I thought about it for a long long time. But the truth remains, I don't need another lonely night. To dry my tears. The answer's plain as black and white, and I can see the picture very clear. Shit, that sounds. There's something familiar, but not uh, enough. Here he goes, here he goes. Isn't it He's like. Get it. savant, come on. Yeah. You, you got it already? What's that? Do you have it already, or do you want me to. Keep, keep going. Okay. Uh, isn't, uh, it isn't like you never had the chance. Uh, so there's a chorus in between. Yeah. Yep. Uh, it isn't like you never had the chance to change your tune. Did you think that I'm a dime a dance? Well, the dance is through. Ooh, I've nice. been doing things your way too long. Well, baby, that's over. It's like cold mahogany. <laughs> <laughs> it won't be easy, but I got to be strong. And if I want to cry, I won't need your shoulder. I would say... Jenny, um, got an idea? <laughs> ah, yeah. you're next. Because uh, I was going to say... Um, that sounds like the collaboration between Vanilla Ice and the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Ah, so close. So Jenny. close. Jenny. Jenny, take it. It's what? Jay Giles. L- Love, Love stinks. stinks. That is not. No, it. that no. one I would have known. I, I, this, this, yeah. this was, a, this How was about a, Britney Spears. Oh, th- it, that's closer. That's closer. Oh, uh, see, yeah, that's just some chick thing. Well, it's oh, or, or or a or a or a right. less talented musician. So it is a <laughs> it is a one and a half hit wonder. Okay, 
and the song was written by yeah, who wrote a, it? A um, Eddie Dyer. Not by Eddie Dyer, <laughs> but it, it was I would hope he'd remember that. It one. was written by an '80s saccharine uh, songwriter. Uh, so that would be uh, saccharine. So, like, so if yeah, I had to guess the like songwriter, Brian Adams the song, song no, uh, not even Brian Adams. It was uh, it was what's his name? I I know who wrote that song. Actually, is was. Um, the guy, uh, the guy with the uh, Richard Marks wrote that song, didn't R- he? Richard Marks wrote that. Song. See, that's a Richard Marks song. Yeah. Now the problem is, who the fuck did it? Uh, yeah, all right. This is yeah. Good I don't. Ha- I don't have it. Yeah, I got right. the Richard Marks effect. Vixen? That he wrote it. Is it Vixen? Cat Benatar. Vixen. Edge of a Broken Heart. Edge of a Broken Heart. Yeah, oh, I had no Nixon. chance on that. So, the winner today is Matt Seops. <laughs> I had no chance on that. <laughs> That's why I was going to be really impressed if Eddie could get that one. Yeah, no. And by the way, I'm, I'm sure okay he's proud that, that he yeah, didn't I'm get that. I'm actually all right with that. Eddie, yeah. congratulations on, on pulling that off. I, I appreciate well, that. Why, thank you. I pride yes. myself on not knowing Vixen lyrics. <laughs> yeah. I appreciate that. And by the way, me too. I, the fact, the so fact Matt, that... Matt's that said, when, Matt said life in the fast lane. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> all right. We've tried that already. You know what? Five times. By the way, next time, next time he's going to throw life in a fast lane, and I'm going to miss it. Someday it's going to stick. <laughs> all right, let's get let's get back to some music. And on the other side of this music break, we're going to hear some more Dire Holiday. Yo, 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 oh yeah, 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 yeah. Tell you about ooh poop My ooh poop They call me the most They call me the most My ooh poop a Yeah, ooh poop They call me the most yeah. They call me the most I said oh I said, oh, 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 o
Radio Boston. What are you people? On dope?
on the phone, a uh, victim of circumstance. Welcome to the first wave. How are you? Hey, what's going on? How you doing? Thank you for having us. Oh, we thank you for joining us, and thank you for being our May Artist of the Month. We want to welcome uh, lead singer, bass player of our April Artist of the Month, the Dolly Rots, Kelly Ogden. Thanks for joining us, Kelly. Hello, and thank you for having me. None other than Robbie Wolfson from uh, Ripe. Robbie, thank you very much for joining the program. Hey, Robbie, how are you? Hey, I'm doing well. Uh, we are very, very happy to welcome to Wave Radio Boston, Mike Fitz from our Artist of the Month, Bad Marriage. Mike, thanks for joining us. Hey, what's up, guys? Thanks for having me.
me suspicious But Arthur hooked it up It was mighty delicious I remember the days When triple meat boots were the craze Now grab a bacon boot to go And then you head out the door You come back tomorrow for just one more I eat them two at a time Lord knows it's a victimless crime That's Damon Chili and Boot Mill Flava. Pete, you hungry? Well, I am hungry. Yeah, now I am. That's <laughs> I got am some. Hungry. That's got some fucking funk. Oh yeah. yeah. Uh, no doubt. Yep. So yeah. uh, that uh, that was, of course, Damon Chili. Uh, Michael Dion was a uh, guest on the Hal Holiday Rock and Food Review. Thank you, Hal. Uh, You're welcome. And before that, we had uh, Warren Alexandria's California, uh, their latest release. So looking forward to their uh, foray into the first wave on March 11th. Looking forward to that. Oh, yeah. That, that's going to be a big night. If, if, you, if you can't tune in live, mm-hmm. that's the night you have to tune in live. Yes. Right there. Yes. I might come down for that one. It's not my yeah, birthday March please. 1st, but I might come down for that one. <laughs> it's only 10 days come after. Down. Yeah, yeah, come 10 down. days. The whole we'll do your birthday party yeah, here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, at the top of that set, we had uh, Trombone Shorty and James Andrews. Oop, oopa, do. Have and you seen Trombone Shorty? I have only seen Trombone Shorty on video. Oh, man. I am dying to see him. You've seen him, right? No? Oh, God, man. So, I caught him at the little music series. Oh, summer. really? Oh, dude, like that guy is just incredible. Incredible. So, so you so, know what is, is we have to tell our audience to like our Facebook page at Wave Radio Boston Rocks. It's very important because you get show announcements, polls, and maybe some behind-the-scenes content that you can't get anywhere else. You can even make song requests. Try that with any FM station. F-U-F-M. All this can be yours by liking Wave Radio Boston Rocks on Facebook. So join the Real Radio Revolution with us here at the First Wave as well as Hal Holiday's Rockin' Food Review and Double Click Radio with Eddie Dyer on Wave Radio Boston. That's right. Um, so we are hanging with our friends uh, Eddie and Hal, uh, making our way through their amazing uh, album, uh, Together and Broken. Upcoming. So, yes. Uh, Very yeah. close. So, so uh, let's, let's talk about uh, where, where people, when, and you know, I know when is a little bit up in the air, but when it does hit, where, where are people going to be able to, uh, to get the album? Well, it'll initially be available on direholiday.bandcamp.com. Perfect. Where, Bandcamp. Uh, yes. Uh, what we've been doing since October 31st, uh, on October 31st, we released the first single from the album, which is called Believe in, Believing in Heaven. That was somebody's yeah. birthday, not mine. Yeah. Mine's my first. Mine's <laughs> I my actually, first. I actually have a friend who was born on, on Halloween. <laughs> I was born on Halloween, too. Ah, see? Yeah, there yeah. I, now I have two friends yeah, who were born on Halloween. Yeah. Spooky. 
So, so anyway, Does it, is anybody surprised? All right, exactly. And then on Thanksgiving, we released Behind the Cold Mahogany, right. which features Jen Carney, uh, which you heard uh, a little earlier in the broadcast. And on Christmas Eve, we released our third single, Nowhere to Be, which is coming up eventually in the, in the playlist. Yep. So what we're planning to do is, uh, I would say for the first month or two, uh, it will definitely be available digitally at direholiday.bandcamp.com where those three aforementioned songs are now available to listen to. And, um, but eventually, you know, what we'll do is we'll be sending it in to uh, the services that will provide worldwide streaming so you'll be able to cool. hear it on Tidal, Spotify, mm -hmm. YouTube, Amazon, nice. uh, iTunes, Very cool. and all those different places, you know. Mm -hmm. But I always try to uh, encourage folks to go directly to Bandcamp.com because Bandcamp tends, Bandcamp takes a much smaller yeah. percentage. Yes. From the artist, the artist keeps uh, the yep. lion's share, and that's just so important during yeah. COVID. And so they've been doing the first Fridays yeah. too, yeah, which, exactly. which that's is something awesome. every month yeah. we talk sure. about it uh, yeah. for almost a year now. Yeah. It, it, we're, and we're, I appreciate you guys sending us the the, uh, the the text heads up, like, "Hey, right. it's yeah, first yeah. Friday." Yeah, like, don't forget yeah. it's first Friday, right. and 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 that's that's the important thing. And 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 for those of you who aren't familiar with First Friday, uh, the first Friday of every month since April of last year. Uh, the band camp has been allowing uh, almost pretty much every penny, almost every penny uh, that you pay uh, for whatever artist you buy on the first Friday of every month goes directly to the artist. Yeah, and, right. I'm, and I'm pretty sure that Eddie's been embezzling all the millions of dollars. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure. He, I'm like, he's at the account, and I'm like, dude, how much did we make a million this month? Thanks, <laughs> million? Thank he's you, like, Switzerland. No, 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 no. He's like, no, no, I, I have no idea. We didn't make any money this yeah. month. He, no one, he no bought one. he bought a tall boy from it. <laughs> <laughs> I gave him the brown bag, though. It's Just like, call, see? Yeah. Yeah. Just call him Peter Grant. All right. <laughs> uh, so the next one we're going to... Colonel Tom Parker. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, so the next one we're gonna, we're gonna nobody's hear, Colonel Tom Parker, <laughs> next, not even him, not even him. The next song we're going to hear is uh, "Can You Just Not." Oh boy! So tell what, what do we need <laughs> to know about this one? "Can You Just Not" is um, the uh, second of two songs that I take the lead vocals on. This is Eddie, and uh, hi Eddie, <laughs> and Eddie, hi Eddie, my first time caller, uh, <laughs> yeah. long, long time listener, long time listener, first time yeah. caller. So. Um, you know, can you just not basically was something that my son's mother used to say to me. She would just like be exasperated with me, uh, with my obsessions about it's music like and stuff. Kind of like double click radio. Exactly, like, double click. Up. Yeah, just, just dude, shut. Can you just stop talking about can music? Can you just so not? So she would, she would come up oh, to yeah. me. And, 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 like, and by the way, great English, by the way. <laughs> and, by the, and by the way, yeah. every... Every man in the world has had a woman that said, well, "Oh, of course, you know, in one way, shape, or form." Maybe not those exact words, but the same again, damn meaning. Art is about relatable experiences. Yes, right? it is. And and uh, and anyway, uh, my son's mother used to just look at me and say, just sort of like this, this sort of like pity and longing <laughs> in her eyes, and say, "Can you just not? Because I just can't." 
<laughs> and so <laughs> I, uh, so we made so like uh, we made we made a fun song. All right, <laughs> princess. <laughs> yeah. Can you just not? Because I just can't. And in, and it, what's what's funny about it is so that's the chorus is. Can you just not? Because I just can't. She pleaded with that look in her eye. Can you just not? Because I just can't. She said somewhere between a growl and a sigh. Ah. <laughs> and, and so so anyway, we've all been there. Yeah. So what's 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 funny about this song is we've played it. Um, we, we played it last year because we were able to do an outdoor residency on the beach over oh. at Georgie Porgy's. Oh, right, 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 right. Yeah, you guys times. are on vacation? Came yeah, on. And, and we'll be back uh, We'll be back there this, this coming summer so with friends we? like Michael Byrne here <laughs> and so forth. Mm -hmm. But anyway, um, we, um, so what happened was we started playing this song live, and by the second and certainly by the third huh. chorus, we would see women lip syncing it and pointing <laughs> in their husbands' faces, going, Can you just not because I just can't. So So the um, women loved you and the guys hated you when you did that song. Hey, you know Yeah, well, you know, it's a it's a welcome double, to my welcome to my world, right buddy. there. Yeah. Yeah. So the funny <laughs> so Together and Broken finishes the first side of the album. And we were like, we need something in in any something this song I said, Oh my God, this is this has to be the start of the second side of the album because it goes from like really deep hearted mm -hmm. to kind of fun, playful, but at the same time, it's almost like to the point where you're like, "I'm done. Yeah, it's over. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm yeah. not gonna listen to your shit no more. Yeah, mm -hmm. you can take a fucking walk. Yeah. I don't care anymore. Long walk <laughs> up <laughs> a short pier. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's like I'm I'm getting to the point now in my life where I don't need to listen to your shit. You're in my shit. Let's just take a walk, right? Right. Yep. Uh, so you're gonna hear in the song, and this is no joke. We were in the backyard at Ace House. I got pictures and everything to prove it. And I was recording on this Tascam handheld yep. recorder. Yep. We have one of those. Which is unbelievable. Yeah. yeah. Like They're it great. picks up everything, right? Oh, sure. So great. I had it on the table. And uh, Eddie's, we had a few Jamison shots and a few beers. And we had the table, Big surprise. Full, of, table full of bottles and all this stuff, right? So Eddie, being a lefty, like turns his hand and just drops bottles everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> we we are clumsy animals, aren't we? Oh my Us God. lefties. So so, you hear it's everywhere, and I'm like, literally, I'm like, Jesus Christ! He's like, oh man, I'm like, and he and he went right back into the song. He's like, oh, so this is the second verse, and I'm like, okay, and I went, Bing! I'm like, that has to be in the song. Like, <laughs> there we you have go. to take this, and keep it in the song nice. because it fits so well with. Can you just not? Because I just can't. Yeah, bling. <laughs> yeah. Balls fall yeah. everywhere. Yeah, booze yeah. everywhere. Like yeah. shut up. Like oh, sorry about that, that. That's one of those. If you're gonna have drama, I'm gonna have a little less drama, but I'm gonna make yeah. it louder than you. <laughs> yeah, and it's like, oops, I fucked up again. Sorry. Yeah. Did you do you hear Hal's voice change? He just channeled somebody. Yeah, I'm not, yeah, I'm not sure was, who that was, but he yeah. just that was your somebody. ex. Yeah, it was like speaking yeah, yeah. in tongues or something. Yeah, yeah. That was Eddie speaking in tongues. I think I channeled every woman I've ever been with. Like, even <laughs> now, like, sorry, Mama, come on, I love you, but <laughs> yeah. even now, like, seriously, can you just not yeah. stop? Yeah. I, you know what? Because we're dumb animals. We don't yeah. know when to stop. No, you know don't. what it is for me is, is, is I love my princess. However, the, the problem is, is that. I open my mouth and start speaking, and I'm just completely ignored. You know, and, and, then, and then you'd be a typical guy and go like, "What? Oh, so now you're mad because I'm happy and having fun? 
Uh, uh-huh. Then you're yelling at me because I'm not happy and having fun. Like, what? What do you want me to do? Yeah. <laughs> you know, can you just not? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Apparently, I know what you and want me to do, not. and I'm not happy with that. But you're gonna hear the song, and I'm telling you right now. Like, we put the studio, and when it came through, and Bob, yeah, added that to the song exactly what we wanted. It, it was like, just like the backyard. Like we listened, we're like, holy shit, we're back in the backyard again. <laughs> it's nice. incredible. That's awesome. Yeah. So let's listen to it. All right, here we go. Can you just not? Last time into my buddy shop. I've been up all in this vintage bike Thought I would see what I could get for the minivan I don't know much but I know what I like Her girlfriend spots my hat from the pizza place Next thing I know she's blowing up my phone Have you been drinking? What the hell are you thinking? Half unwrapping that damn thing alone Can you just not I just can't She pleaded with that look in her eye Can you just not Cause I just can't
Now, that, if that's not fun, I don't know what is. That's Off how you, that's how you all... start the second half of an album right there. Like, yeah, go, hell yeah. Go from deep to like, let's have some fun. But that is a super fun song. Yeah, I, that that is that is not anywhere near the tenor of the rest of what we've heard. Tonight. No, and that, and that is also like, we talked about like, that's a barroom song. Like, oh, hell oh, yeah. God, yeah. We, that's what everybody gets up and sings at the same time. By the way, like, that, that's the one with the remix. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you might be right. You might be right. Yeah. Yeah. Or the trombone shorty remix. Yeah, the trombone shorty remix. with that too. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But we talked about that. Like, that's a, a song in a bar yeah. that we can play. The, the women go, Can we hear it from you, women? Please. You know what it is? Is, is that's, that's like, that, that, that's. It kind of has that why don't we get drunk and screw kind of feel. Exactly. Or a lo- uh, friends in low places. Uh, yeah, that's exactly. the one I was thinking yeah, of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That, a little bit more like that, but yeah. that same kind of, of everybody everybody knows it, everybody wants to hear it, and everybody just, you know, yeah. Uh, yeah. Why wouldn't every honky-tonk, somebody, a cover band in every honky-tonk everywhere be playing that well, song? Listen, if, if you listen, you're out there and you want to like, take that song and give us royalties, we'll follow that. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> There, there's, you know what it is, 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 is if you can do something with it that they can't, because you guys have a history of doing covers and 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 making them your sure. own in a certain way. I, I know Elvis made a lifestyle doing covers. So, you think? I mean, yeah. I mean, Carl Perkins died a, a rich man because of because uh, Elvis. <laughs> right, Elvis. Exactly. Yeah. That's true. You know. Um, so uh, uh, we're not dying rich. Yeah. Don't even say it. Another, <laughs> another big, um, another uh, big influence uh, aside from the obvious "Some Girls" era, Rolling Stones, mm. um, and, uh, and and '70s Aerosmith things. Yep. You know, sure. uh, things like uh, "Get Your Wings" and 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 like that. Like that's that stuff is all is all sacred to me. But another mm-hmm. influence with that song is uh, Louis Prima's band. Oh yeah, yeah, specifically um, Sam Butera. Who yeah. um, he, and you know and he sang lead on uh, on next time right and there there are some direct uh, like um, mimickings like at the end when it's uh, when when he's you know at the very last line of the song uh, can you just not because I just can't don't worry baby neither can I <laughs> yeah. that sort of that sort of rolled neither can I yeah. it's like yeah. you know you got this kind of like. But uh, that's very much informed by Sam Butera's uh, vocals on Next Time. Ain't gonna be no next time. Yeah, yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and the funny part, too, is that we, was, we wrote that in your living room as well. Yeah. And at the end of it, I said, I, I said, how about you tell her, like, well, you know what, baby? Fuck you, because neither can I. Yeah. Like, right. it's almost like a shut up. I'm and you dying. know, you know yeah. what's cool? And he's it's, like, it's, that was just, he did that thing, like, neither can I. I was like, oh god, that, that was like, just that's sli- awesome. That's yeah. just slightly more subtle than your version. <laughs> well, yeah, but I was like, as as he did it in the studio, I was like, oh, that's such that- like a, a, a Spicoli egg. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, baby, yeah. Oh, that's great. In kind of New England, kind of yeah, Massachusetts. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Like, oh, that's great. 
You, you can see Casey Affleck or Bill Burr kind yeah, of. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. The Dunkin' Donuts commercial. Yeah, you know, right, like, right, like, right. Yeah, baby, they can die. Ain't Dewey, ain't Dewey. Tell you about the Dunkin' Nuts. They're, they're, <laughs> talk, they're talking about the new dark roast. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, it, it My was, favorite of the vanilla nut taps. Yeah, vanilla yeah. nut taps. Yes. <laughs> that douchebag will get up and ready. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I'm not smoking, Mark. I'm out here. <laughs> but, uh, but the, it was lighthearted. It was like we came off this right. like seriously, oh yeah, deep part of the album. Yeah. And we said we want to turn some light into it. So yeah, it's, it's yeah. like taking a breath. Yeah, yeah. And, and yeah. we did. And there's like from that, and especially point, when you flip the album and that's what you hear. Right. It's like oh shit. Now I got to listen to the rest of and this. Then, and then what, what's point, coming next? From that point on, the light shine. It was kind of like opening doors and mm-hmm. like in, in in the clouds and and, and the light to be heard and seen. Right. And sure. Things moved on. Yeah, a little know? more positive than the than the A side. Right. And, and, and don't get me wrong; like it just became more lighthearted, more yeah. like uh, open, open. We just yeah, let, uh, let it go. You yeah, let it go. At that point, it's like you know what is? is I'm we've free. Just, we've just been through all this shit. Exactly. Fuck it. Yes. Yep. Yes, absolutely. And uh, the next the next song in the sequence of songs, I, it doesn't look like we have it tonight. Is uh, three shots ago, and, oh, and it's got a oh, similar. Yeah, yeah. We've got a version of that. Yeah, we do have a version. Do you have a version of that? Yeah, yeah, we do. That was like the solidifying, like that's it. This is it. We're we're shutting it off right now. Yeah, yeah. This is it. You know, but I mean, it has that same sort of. um, That has that same sort of. You know, Stonesy sort of. Oh yeah. You know, um, the chorus of that is my. Beer is getting gr- my beard uh, forty and slippery. Ah, yes, gray. yeah. yeah. Just my, my, your beard's beard. getting warm and my gray is getting yeah. crazy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right. Yeah. <laughs> my beard is getting gray and I'm crazy. My threshold for bullshit's too low. Yeah. And if you think I'm something now, baby, you should have seen me, me three, three shots, shots ago. ago. Yeah. And, and, and the best part about it is like, that's exactly that's like the the capital. It's over. Like this is it. I'm done. I'm I'm, I'm at this age where I don't mm-hmm. care anymore. And yeah. I'm. I'm who I am, and if you don't like yep. who I am, sorry. And, and and you know what? For those of you who uh, because my beard we, is gray because yeah. we don't yeah mine too uh, <laughs> because we don't have uh, because we don't have that three shots ago available mm-hmm. uh, here tonight because just not quite finished yet. We're getting there. Uh, go back to Anchor.fm and go back and check out Dire Holiday on the podcast. Because we have a version oh, of three it, it, shots It would be ago. fun to hear that then and then now. Yeah. And mm-hmm. we have some dear and near friends on that tune, too. Yeah. And, and really, I'll tell you, we... we, really. we That's we, fun song. You, you can listen to the original incarnations uh, of that live. Although a lot of these, yeah. On the... Uh, live here in, in, in on the, the first wave on Wave Radio Boston. That was over a year ago. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Two uh, years ago. Yeah, it was... It was it's, uh, it was late. late, late it was late, late 2019. 2019. Yeah. yeah. So. Yep. Um, all right. So the next one is uh, Nowhere to Be. Yes. Um, so uh, tell us a little bit about Nowhere to Be. So that's this is another, a COVID song, right? That, absolutely. And this is another one that was uh, Eddie had sent me a piece of music and said, hey, man, I got this idea. Mm-hmm. And I was, again, sitting on the couch. And this is probably May at this point in time. Now we're, now we're getting into... Two three months and like, yeah. whoa, this shit's not ending. Like this is this is yeah. happening. Yeah, but I had took a trip up the coast by myself. I had things going on in life, and I took a drive mm-hmm. and I drove up the coast by myself. Where'd you end up? I just went up Route One. I just kept uh, going. Yep, yep there I you kept go. going. But 
I started going, oh, I'm in Nashua. I just don't feel like going to my own little basement apartment yep. at the time by myself. I'm going to take a drive. And I took a drive, and I kept going and going, and I just went the whole day. Nice. For the first time in a long time, I just took myself away and yep. did something sure. on my own. Cathartic. Yeah. I mean, how, how long? It was months that you were kind of sequestered in, no, at no, home? No, this is only a couple of months, but the, but the stuff going on in my life at the time right. mm-hmm. was like, this is the first time I've actually just took myself away and said, yep. I need to really... I need me time. F- me time, which I've never actually done in my life, because yeah. restaurant business, music business... Sure. Yeah. I've always been the guy running. Who's, You've yeah. been running, and yeah. you know I'm a I'm a father. I was a husband. I was sure. I was just in. So I just took this time. And I did it. Yeah. And uh, about a week later, Eddie sent me a text and said, "Hey, I got this piece of music. You know, same thing on the couch." And yep. I said, "Okay." And I really started to, to think about what mattered in my life at the time. Okay. And what things were coming out of this. And, yeah. And, sure. and, and looking in the mirror, you know. Yeah. That's one of the lines. You know. Spend and, more and, time looking in the yeah, mirror. And, and making phone calls. And, and not just bullshit phone calls. Right. Phone calls that matter. mattered. Right. You right. Know? Make the and phone calls last longer than yeah. cordial. Let me hear what really what matters. matters. Yeah. Yep. It's like, in, mm. in, 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 again, I sent Eddie a couple, you know, a page of lyrics, and he just did his thing with it and sent them back to me. And I said, yeah, let's do this too. And, like, it, it was just, and, and this is the only song in the album that's a simple song that, that we represent or what we do all the time, right? Like, Yes, this is sort of the, uh, it, it's it's a very sparse arrangement uh, other than Stephen Piazzaro on the shaker. Mm-hmm. It's um, me on acoustic uh, guitar. By the way, it, it's good call out on the shaker. Yeah, Because the shaker <laughs> never gets a call out. I, so. <laughs> Way to go, Eddie. Well, you know, Stephen Stephen uh, Piazzaro, he plays hand percussion like all over the album and, and the session uh we we had him on. He actually played in one part of the studio, and Neil Kay, the sax player, played in another. But they did it live together uh-huh. to our pre-recorded stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, Stephen is just—he really is just such a master and such a pro. But anyway, um, but this song is very stripped down. This is an acoustic song. All you really hear are acoustic guitar with a mandolin line. It's very much mm. informed by those Beatles recordings like Norwegian Wood yep. and Hide Your Love Away, like yep. that help era of, yep. of the Beatles yep. uh, going into Rubber Soul. And the, the idea is, you know, uh, again, to convey in our... Sh- to convey and revel in our shared vulnerability because at this point, this is this is about mid-May. People are starting to lose their livelihoods. People are mm-hmm. starting to yeah. lose people they love. People yeah. are starting to suffer. Everything and even canceled, you guys, and even you guys, yeah, you guys are losing health. your livelihoods too. Right, but with this, with this part of the song, this part of the album, like brought up this light that opened your eyes, and, and it's like. This is the song to me that was like a new part of my life, a new journey. This is it. So it's that journey again, the light opens up. It's like as much as it sucked at the point in time, mm-hmm. I realized who was important to me and what was going on at the time and who I represent and who represents me. Mm-hmm. No, no more of this crap. Like, that's it. It's over. Like, I love the people I'm with. I'm going to love them forever and... You'll hear a couple of lyrics at the end of it that's like, you know, it's just it's just so I can't even describe it. Like it was 
it's so simple, but so good. So, so Pete, can you get a better lead into a song than that? No, no, pretty much not, I would say. Uh, so this is uh, Nowhere to Be. One, two, three. Spend more time looking in the mirror It's alright, I know there's nothing for me outside Trust my luck to get stuck with my crazy ass self indefinitely Cause everything's cancelled And everything's just out of reach Nothing but time, it's alright, I got nowhere to be Make those phone calls last longer Then call to let me hear what really matters Hardest part is always what could have been if only Everything's cancelled And everything's just out of reach Nothing but time, it's alright I got nowhere to be And everything's cancelled And everything's just out of reach And I'm dying inside It's alright, I got nowhere to be In our sweet share There must be more than ones and zeros In real time my heart is breaking wide But things in our sweet share There must be more than ones and zeros These things in you are precious now to me Nothing but time, it's alright I've got nowhere to be However this goes down These things in you are precious now to me Everything's changing Nothing but time, it's alright I've got nowhere to be Nothing but time, it's alright, I got nowhere to be Nothing but time, it's alright, I got nowhere to be Shaker ride. I'm yeah, gonna applaud. Yes. Uh, so that uh, that just seems like it's 
you know, over the credits of a traveling movie or the video is just, you know, Paul driving somewhere or <laughs> yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it just seems like it's a road song to me. Thank you. Yeah. It's awesome. and, and, and for me is, is the, the, between the acoustic and the mandolin, mm-hmm. uh, the, the juxtaposition yet so perfectly blended uh, and in talking again, the off-air show, yeah. uh, it was that was not layered mm-hmm. uh, in the studio. So yeah, that it's is one acoustic and one mandolin, and that's what that's makes great. that really, really cool. It, it, go back and listen to this song again, folks, uh, numerous times, and appreciate the musicality of that song. Hmm. Yeah, so, it's yeah, it's stripped down in that kind of. Simon and Garfunkel. But you know what? I, oh, that's, see, that's, I didn't feel it was that stripped down. No, but it, it is stripped down. It Com- really comparatively, is raw. Yeah, it? well, well, yeah, comparatively, exactly. yes, yeah. yes. But but holy crap, the 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 sound between the the acoustic and the mandolin are it's brilliantly done. So I, I so thank I, you guys. Well, I, I thank you guys, Thanks. and I thank you for having us on the show and and and. Featuring this stuff, but anytime I, I, I have to <laughs> we're be here honest, every I, Thursday. I, I have to be honest though, and, and tell you straight up. I mean, like what the journey we went through, and all the stuff we're talking about, and everything else. Uh, you know, this is when I've been friends with Kim for years, and uh, and I went through some stuff, and then we mm-hmm. got together, and there's know, the light, and, and and Eddie went through his stuff. And, and, and Jenny was there. It was like, that's where the light There's came the from. Light. How, how close was that in, in, oh, in, real in close. time? Real close. Real close. Uh, For you guys. Months. Uh, about, uh, about five or six months. Yeah. Okay. Like, real yeah. close. Yeah. So, like, uh, I've known Kim since 2008, you yep. know, and yep. Mama came on the show. Wherever. Oh, yeah. But it's like, this is when I became more than just right. friends. And, yeah. and, Mm-hmm. Looking at yourself in the mirror, and you yep. know, people yep. are in, in Eddie, too. Like, it, it was just like an opening, it was the sky opened, and we were like, There is some hope here, there's some light, there's some things going I, on that I, we need to. I address. get that from that song, Does I, it, I, it, 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 it's 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 a little brighter, so exactly. It, so, as bad as as bad as it has been, would any of those things happen if you hadn't? Been forced to stop and slow down no. and be introspective. No, COVID, COVID helped me realize what the hell's going on, mm-hmm. and 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 I was living in a, like I said, I was in a, a in a basement apartment. Uh, thank you, Brendan and Kim, and yep. helped me out, and uh, and then realized like this is what's going on, and mm-hmm. life changed, and him too. Well, well, exactly. The the final, uh, the the third verse, and I and I'm always struggling with whether or not to write the third damn verse. <laughs> but in but in this, oh, you always should. <laughs> How about the third album? <laughs> e- even even if even if it's in, even if it's an extra track. See, I but, need to find some more misery because I can't write another album. Yeah, yeah. right, right. <laughs> You're too happy. <laughs> so I'm fucking happy. Holy yeah. shit! How's too happy? He can't write another album. <laughs> So Which the is not third true. verse, I got so much more in the back burner. Yeah, oh, yeah, no, no, I know. Yeah, we got way too much. Wait, wait, big, big old backlog we're, happening there. By the way, we're already running second album. Like, yeah. We're already on the perfect. Shit, so yeah, yeah. See, now that's good news. Mm-hmm. So anyway, uh, the third, the third verse of Nowhere to Be says, uh, "Whatever happens, these things in you are precious now to me." Yeah. And however this go thing goes down, um, 
these things in you are precious now to me and in real time my heart is breaking wide and there that dichotomy of your heart breaking but your heart breaking wide wow. mm -hmm. and, and it comes back to the sky opening up and the crux of the next song in the album which is called every part of me which relates to the second song which is called no part of me mm. uh this um the the chorus uh says the the pivotal line of the song is it all led me here and now today, and here's where I found you. And Which we're not you playing say, tonight, by the way. And when no. you and when you say, you know, here's where I found you, mm -hmm. you could be looking in a mirror. Yep. You could be talking to a sure. lover. You could be talking exactly. to God. Mm -hmm. You could be talking, you know, to any aspect of 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 your psyche. So, which now, makes it relatable to and everyone. And again, it's not like don't. You can take it any way you want to, right? Sure. You you interpret it the way any you way want you to. want it. That's the way you don't, need it. Don't think I said that about you. That right. It's like it is what it is, and I'm telling you that we have. In in even some of these songs are about me and you together, like just the two of us playing together. Like yep. we have been each other's rocks. Sure. I've That's I've true. joked with him a couple times. I'm like, dude, when you're down and out, and I'm up. Yeah. I save you. You well, save true. me. I've, I've been I've, down. I've, sure. I've seen a little bit of some glimpses of that over the last couple of years right. since we've yeah, known you absolutely. guys. And and that's see, this is where this is where musicianship, friendship, and talent exactly. all come together in, in in almost the perfect storm. Well, I, I'm the guy who says, you know, Eddie says to me, you know, I'm not feeling you know, pick yourself up, motherfucker. Yeah. yeah. Kind of shit. Yeah. yeah. yeah pretty yeah. much. And he's the yeah. guy who says to me, I'm like I'm I'm just I'm out. I'm not feeling good right now. I'm I'm down. And he's yeah. like, oh man, I'm so sorry here. But like, he's like yeah. he's a precious sweet guy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm, guy like, I'm a guy who's like, hey, pick yourself up, you, motherfucker. You, you yeah. heard Suck it, it here, everybody out there in internet radio land. I am a precious sweet guy. Yeah, <laughs> that's the only go. fucking yes. time I've ever seen it. To buy me. your <laughs> buy your stock now. <laughs> that's right. I'm a precious sweet guy. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to get all Isaac Hayes on the next time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Baby, I'm your precious sweet guy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on now. So are you guys oh. ever going to do a, a cover of uh, of, of uh, Chef's Salty Balls? Oh, well, we, we talk about it. My radio show, we talk about it all the time. Like, yeah, that's so what I'm good. getting at. Is, is How can you oh, guys not balls. do a cover? We should do a song oh, well, well, Balls. Well, you, yeah. you could... You could, you could you, you could definitely work with that, but yeah, I, yeah, yeah. And, and and that's what I love about you guys is that when you listen to the music that these two guys put together is so serious, introspective, mm -hmm. uh, so so um, real. Yeah. Then you put and us, yet and that then you put us on a fucking patio in a, in a yeah, bar. Yeah, it's and, like and, and they're idiots. doing and they're and they're singing. Why don't we get drunk and screw? Uh, which which is probably not. But yeah, yeah I was yeah. gonna say. Yeah, yeah. But don't but you so. get what you get. What I'm saying is is, is when you look uh, at, at at the the sum of the parts is amazing with Dire Holiday, but when you look at the parts themselves, uh, such amazing talent, and we really appreciate what you guys have done and and. And uh, let's, when you think about the music side is, the music is amazing. And this is, what I've heard tonight so far mm -hmm. is absolutely astounding. Sure. Well, thank you. Thank so, you. So thank you, so so thank you guys. Well, I, I can tell you this right now, and this is honest God truth. Eddie is a musician. Eddie is incredible. 
Well, got... he already kicked our ass in the in the in the, in the, in the trivia. So, I'm a... so when it comes to that, is yeah, we uh, we almost have to give him some credit for that, don't we? I'm a guy who is just writing your journal. Yep, that's what I do. Yep, I'm a journalist. Yep. I'm like I write my own journal. Yep, I don't give a fuck if he thinks that like you know oh. How like oh I'm like no I'm just want to get my shit out, and he he's a guy who takes the music and puts it to it. He he takes yeah. your, your your feelings and and puts beauty around it. Yeah, and and, and even though I've written a couple things yeah, and did sure. things, and that's yeah. what collaboration is yeah. all about. Well, and that's mm-hmm. it. it. Is you guys uh, of Bernie and Elton? We yeah. We, you know yeah, what's funny absolutely. is, is, is I mean, we we talk to a lot of bands, and they do a really good job of collaborating. Yeah. But I honestly don't think I've ever met anybody other than you guys who can even come close to the soul of the collaboration. Well, thank you. And I think that that comes through with the music, especially with what I've just heard tonight. Sure. Uh, you know, I, I, I love the, the stuff that you guys had done over a year ago with us. Uh, when it was really raw, yeah. and, and God, that stuff and, was great. And the most vulnerable, yeah, 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 right. Yeah. I mean, you guys shit, were both like. in the middle of the shit. <laughs> yeah. you, you guys, you guys were like knee deep in the shit at that point, and you guys came in and, and gave us something that was freaking amazing. So I'm going to give you a little insight on this one. You're going to love this because so we were talking about the second album. We're like, oh, we, we want to do this like sophomore slump. Is that what you're going to call no, it? No, 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 <laughs> no. This is funny. This is funny. So we start off with the whole like we're going to do a. We always want to do like an R and B seventies type jive. You know, like yeah, mm-hmm. it'd be so cool. Well, we started writing, and all of a sudden, like, you know, this is like the second album, the same thing we just did. Because it's never going to be one genre. There's no, 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 right, way. Right, right. no. Like we just heard that tonight. It's yeah. not happening. But no. I'm like we tried, but I'm like, I go, oh, I got this riff. I got this. And he's like, yeah, oh, you yeah. guys like, shouldn't. I go, like, I go, dude, this is not what we talked about. But you know what? Screw it. Like this is what we do. Sure. Like, right. Well, you know, it's funny because uh, Bare Naked Ladies put out an album called Everything for Everyone. And they, that was supposed to be tongue in cheek and sarcastic. Which I love them, by the way. I don't yeah, I do too. I, dude, I've seen them. I've seen them almost twenty and, times and, live. And they're incredible writers. Oh like, my god! Their vocals, uh, they, like, they're, is is Stephen Page maybe one of the best singers out there mm-hmm. ever? Oh, uh, but wait, Bare Naked Ladies is a band. Yes. Okay. I'm I was, sorry. I, I, was <laughs> like, I was like, yeah. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. Like, so I'm like Homer festival. Simpson over here. I'm like, Bare Naked so, Ladies. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make a recommendation. And he's like, yeah, I love them too. Uh, he's yeah, like, in I Maine? Yeah. I love the Maine like, festivals. Like, oh. Eddie, ladies. I'm going to make a re- recommendation <laughs> is there's a bunch of albums, but try Gordon first. All right. Uh, <laughs> But uh, he so, knows who they are. Yeah, I know. Like he does. Break. I know Come he on. does. He, like, but but he when I know. when I look at that is every, everything for everyone is one yeah. of their uh, later titles, and it's what's interesting is is that you guys aren't even attempting that, but in listening to what you guys have produced and what you've had tonight so far, is it's you're getting close to the everything for everyone, and and I know that that's not a commercial gimmick. Because that's not who you no, guys are. No, I, I think it's that, just that that where you guys come from is so many different influences. And I think it goes back to the attitude of yeah. mm-hmm. our age and, and things that we've sure. done. And it's like, you know what? We've got nothing to lose. Like, 
What the hell do we have to lose? No, right. of course not. We're not going to be rock stars. We're, no. almost, we're almost fifty years old. Yeah. Like who gives mm-hmm. a shit? Like and and and, and the music right. industry and is in sh- fucking shambles yeah, right, anyway. Right. So it's, where do you think you're going to be? And we're paying for it, <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. Like, uh, right? Aren't right, we right. all? And, we're and, all paying for it. And yeah. truth be told, we were kind of like that when we were nineteen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, you know, that's true. just that's yeah. that's just that's just we're, being that's that that's just being you guys. Which actually led to jaded old pricks since we were about in our teens. <laughs> Which read, led to us writing this album because we're like, yeah, yeah, we yeah. sucked at nineteen, we suck at forty seven. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hey, hey, nineteen, you're consistent. Yeah, yeah. hey, consistent. you know what? It, there's is, no doubt about that. Is, Ask is, my dad. Is, hey, 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 hey you. there's there's your tagline: <laughs> Dire Holiday. Sucking over decades. Oh, yeah, baby. <laughs> yeah. or, or we're yeah. consistent. Uh, yeah, consistent over, over decades. decades. Consistently sucking over decades. <laughs> through the time. Well, you know what is? What's funny is, is that that you use sucking over decades. Uh, you're gonna get more people to listen to you. Oh yeah. It's a failure thing, right? In it's 2002, like, right. Hey. I was like, wow, that guy's too fucked. <laughs> we should have a, a horse. Well, he's happen. writing. Like, you, know what, you know what I love is Eddie's writing right now. <laughs> we should have a barrier that's like, if you want the worst band ever, hire us. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, oh, okay. I, I, no, most confusing band ever, Dire Holiday. The weekend at your grandma's when I had to listen to your band. <laughs> the sound of your voice is something I can't stand. Are you sucking through the decades? Oh, here we go. Your song. Oh, yeah. You so heard it first tonight. Uh, you know what? You know what? Here's the next line. <laughs> Throwing away my life. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I can't forget that part. <laughs> but you are you are a confusing band to me uh, because. Good. So the next song. Yes. Is. I found myself in a parking lot in on a beach. Are you crying? Singing along oh. to a, a song as soulful as this song. Oh, you were there. That's yes. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. Yeah, he, sh- he took it home with him. You guys no, no, didn't. No, no, He walked up the day. He goes, are you guys going to play originals? And I went, actually, right about now. I'm yeah. getting ready to do it. And he's like, no shit. I'm like, yeah. 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 And, I mean, when we heard this song in, this, in the studio back, you know, almost two years ago, we knew it was a hit for oh, sure. Oh God, I love this Kevin song. Kevin Meany was in the studio. Yes. That yeah, night. Kevin was yeah. with us. That and night, and right? those guys were like, "Dude, like, yeah, whoa, yeah, yeah. Like, what what just happened?" Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. It, this is a, another time, another place kind of song. It 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 completely tra- transformative. I want to hear. Obviously, you know, we've heard. <clears throat> pardon me. Some of the story behind, you know, how how Eddie uh, uh, wrote this. Um. But tell us about the production of this, because what we heard uh, in that little studio in Tingsboro and what you guys put down in the studio uh, with Bob. Yeah, I, I haven't I bad. haven't heard the studio version yet. I, I all when I when I see this when I see this song, all I think about is the raw energy mm-hmm. uh, from you guys in studio with us a little over a year ago. It's even yeah. more beautiful. I don't know. Well, how I'm, I'm going to give I'm going to give my insight real quick. Because I know Eddie's gonna go for a little bit longer than I will, as he should, as he should. Uh, but uh, we wrote the song. He had the idea, the concept. Mm-hmm. We wrote the song. Yep. You guys heard in the studio. Yep, it was cool. Uh, oh no, it was it was better than cool. 
Well, it, we knew we had something. We knew we had lightning in a the bottle. There's oh, yeah. no doubt. Oh, yeah. no, that's lightning in a bottle, the, that the, song. The, sure. minute we, the minute we played it, we were like, holy shit, yeah. what did we just do, right? Yeah. That was the first one we ever wrote. That, that's, that, that's astounding to me. Yeah. yeah. And, 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 <laughs> you know, no, it's almost like no, mic drop and just leave. No, no, no. <laughs> we, we hit the top and we're walking away. Yeah, it's like, like, ah, fuck. <laughs> so uh, we wrote the song, and but we got in the studio. There was so much that we wanted to do, but mm. yet we didn't want to do too much. Well, you know what it was? You guys also had a lot of time between when you wrote it, even between when you wrote it, when you performed it with us. And when you got into the studio, there right. was an awful oh, lot of time there we, for you guys to think about. And this we song. performed it many, many times. Oh, I'm like, sure. We, we really polished it before we got in the studio. Sure, that's the first song we actually polished, real polished song. Good uh, call, by the way. But, well, yeah, but the thing was like, then we added layers. You know, that was, so oh my God, I remember saying to him, talking about stones and stuff like that. I said to Eddie, I said, "Listen, w- let's get this like." Church organ, oh, in the beginning, yeah. you know, like it's believing in little pipe organ going on, which, which he he played it, of course. He'll tell you he played every <laughs> fucking instrument. <in> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I played everything but the bazooka. I played everything but the kazoo. You know what I love yeah. is, is it's is, funny because I just started playing the bazooki. <laughs> you know what's funny? I'm is, a bazooka gum, like you chew a gum. You know how how I love that because that was you said that the way that you said that was sarcastic but not bitter, and I love that. Uh, because uh, oh no, we, this, we've this, heard bitter before. This pictures are proven. He was like, "Hey, get a picture of me playing Tiffany's." Get a picture of me doing <laughs> yeah. So, so yeah, I, I was trying to list out the instruments um, that. Oh, uh, Jesus but Christ! What, yeah, but it's I put like I mean, it's like it's like a, a music store. Like, so, what so, it so came when down you guys, to is I played most of the stringed instruments, the stringed okay. strummed instruments. I played the bass. I played the uh, the guitar, the mandolin. Um, and I play uh, the organ and the bass, the, the timpanis, bass guitar, and um, let's see, uh, I play the vocoder, uh, yeah, the vocoder, uh, all of it. it but you know, <laughs> oh, right all, don't forget drums. You it, did do drums. That's too. true. That's true. Yep. Um, and uh, <laughs> so, well, uh, on uh, on I played vocal on Segway Sun, <laughs> which which we didn't hear tonight. But but you know, the thing is, uh, this is um, the last song on the album and this song is called Believing in Heaven and this is something that this is probably the starkest example on the album of staying out of the way of the song. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, you know, you just have to let this song exist on its own and this is uh, I, it's my, I think it's the only song on, on like the whole album with um, with just um, Paul, myself, and, and and Bob on drums, Bob Nash yeah. on the drums. And, yeah, yep. and uh, you know, um, what uh, we decided to give that because this is the type of song where you want this song to play itself. You want this song to exist on its own terms, and you, you mm-hmm. want to get the hell out of its way. Yeah, yeah. you know, you want to yeah. give it wheels. And not not uh, mm-hmm. baggage. You know? Yeah, yeah, no, so, for sure. So what's really weird about it is that we wrote the song, the first song we wrote together, uh, the last one on the album, and we made the last kind of a home run. Yeah, but we made the last one on the album for a reason. Yeah, it's like that's how you want. I'm leave. not a believer. I'm not a believer. I, I grew up Catholic. I grew yep. up, you know, and I get it. 
and I get what he, the message he was sending. But to me, it was more like the skies are opening. There's brighter days ahead. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you believe, can you move forward? Can you keep going if yeah. you right. believe? It's like the redemptive theme at the end of Exile on Main Street by the Stones. Mm -hmm. Or um, if you listen to those Cure albums from the 80s. Ah, yes. um, Where, like, there's, like, some pretty heavy stuff on there. But it it was uh, very intentional on the part of Robert Smith. The last song always, you know, just had this sort of modicum of hope and 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 mm-hmm. redemption. So I would say that this song while sort of being a you know a tearjerker it also has that redemptive quality of you know I'm th- I'm still trying to transcend my pain. I'm still trying mm-hmm. to evolve as a spirit, you know, and uh, the the idea of if believing in heaven means I see you again, let me get down on my knees and pray to whoever's in command because we've all been humbled in ways, especially over 2020 and, and, oh, yeah. into, and, and into this in. year. Like, oh, yeah. If, if I say your name, will they let me let in? Let me in. Yeah, that, you know, I love that Because line. It's, it's not about, it's about... I don't believe, but you did believe, and if you say my name, will you let me in? Yeah. You know, and I think that's in life in general, not the afterlife, life in general. Sure. Yeah. So the last thing I'm going to say is, like, honestly, this song is just a, a rebirth of everything, and mm-hmm. it's just beautiful. Well, you, you know, know what it is, is? I have not heard the studio version yet because I specifically made sure I have not heard it yet, but before we play it, I just want you both to know that the Wave Radio Boston acoustic early version <laughs> is the one song that I would want played at my memorial. Well, and and and, and the reason is is that that's, I may not honor. I may not believe in all of it, but all I can say is is holy crap, does that have some power? Yeah. I mean, like we said, we've been Thank through you. we've been through a lot of stuff in mm-hmm. the last couple of months, and, and and people have lost their lives. And oh and yeah, between COVID and anything else, everything I mean, else, yeah. everything but, could be uh, anything. Yeah, but you know, it, it makes you think a little bit more and mm-hmm. uh, respect life that you live. But I can tell you this: I think it's one of the most beautiful songs I've ever heard. Well, thank you. And and I still haven't heard this version yet. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's it's beautiful, and, it, and it's and it's unusual that it was the first song, and you left the first song you wrote, but the last song you put on the album. It's but it's like the be, the beginning, uh, for you guys, and yeah. then you know the capper on the album. Yeah. So yeah, I I this think is, I think is, that's a great call. This is the end of a journey and the beginning of a new journey. Yes, right. Yep. yep. It, it, it's so. the end of the beginning. Yeah. And the beginning of the rest. Yep. Very cool. All right, let's uh, let's hear the uh, final track on "Together and Broken" from Dio Holiday. It's "Believing in Heaven."
You're always one for believing Lord knows I've never really been And often enough I've seen prayers go unheard But now that you've crossed over Man, I'm left here without my friend Is this my sentence for doubting the written word? Did you get where you were going? Is it everything they said it would be? Are you somewhere you can light the start world for me? Is it believing in heaven? It means I see you again. Doubt the will of God Through every street light of day shines on bad deeds That never seemed to break you In fact, it only made you strong You could always separate the flowers from the weeds Did you get away is it everything that they spoke of? And is there a way you can show me that you feel my love? If believing in heaven means I'll see you again. Final track on with our Odyssey with Dire Holiday and uh, their album Together and Broken. Holy crap! 
Yeah, yeah, that's a. Uh, I'm not. Uh, I'm not crying. You're crying. Uh, yeah, no. Uh, I, 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 just give me a second. Yeah, I feel it. I feel you guys crying right now. Yeah, it's a. Uh, it's a powerful song. Yeah, Pete, there's, there's a tissue. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, Thank you. I could use one. <laughs> Thank you, Tito. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, Tito's in soda. When in Rome. Yes. Um, yeah, no, that's a uh, that's a fantastic uh, song, and um, I, I I, I kind of like uh, you, that uh, you didn't that you leaned into the uh, the, the twang with the uh, guitar a little bit. Oh, that's Eddie's, that's an Eddie specialty right there. Yeah, yeah. Jim Morrison used to call it the uh, lonesome high West Virginia sound. Mm-hmm. Ah, yeah, yep. I'll give you that. No, I dig so it. Eddie, I'll give him that. Eddie was like honestly like in the studio. He go. I want the smithereen sound. Ah! And he, and he actually sought out a freaking Rickenbacker. Yep. Yep. Bass. Really? Yeah. Did you? To with did distortion you? for we didn't play it tonight, but a certain song. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That he Muddy. literally sought out this Rickenbacker distortion it, or a twelve string. It was yeah. Like, yeah. What it was, I, I couldn't find a Rickenbacker twelve string, but what I did was um, because the smithereens uh, played the wicked Rickenbacker twelve strings through a Marshall amp, and oh. I knew that that was the signature part of that yep, sound. Yep, yep, yep. And so what I did was um, I um, was able to uh, get a loner um, a. Uh, and, uh, and this 12 string was right handed. I played it. So you played it. So you played it opposite. Yeah, yeah. And and it, in fact, the bass guitar I played on this album um, it was was also right handed. Yeah. So, yeah. so, so Craig Silverman, who was on the first, yep, yep. the second yep. tune you heard tonight. Yep. <laughs> so he's like in the studio, and this kid's incredible. Craig's amazing, right? And all of a sudden he goes, "Is he playing the fucking bass upside down?" And I go. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. So the next week he comes in, he does this thing, and we're doing the 12 string. And he goes, Is he playing a 12 string upside down? And I <laughs> with go, distorted amp. With distorted amp. He goes, I goes, he goes, Holy shit, dude. Like, that's ridiculous. Yeah, I'm like, Yeah, now, now that's here, Eddie. Here's <laughs> an incredible. A 12 string guitar upside down through a distorted amp. Here's a, here's a very talented musician saying, so, Holy yeah. crap, I can't believe he's doing but, that. But, but Craig knows. Like, he's like, yeah. Dude, like, I can't believe you play guitar regular. Yeah. Like, yeah. This right. guy's upside down, 12 string, yeah. distorted. Like, what Crazy. the hell's going on? And you know what? It's good calling the smithereens because some of their sounds. Song, we didn't play that song tonight. No, I know. I, I know. I it, oh, that's a great. Uh, get that, get that to oh, us, please. Uh, well, well, uh, hey, when, Bob when Nash, I'm skiing in Tahoe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, Bob. <laughs> hey, Bob. Get back to work. He's in Tahoe right now. Skiing I think really. <laughs> Good for you, Bob. <laughs> yeah. Good for you. Good for you know what is? Everybody needs a vacation. Cuddled, right. cuddled up uh, with David Coverdale on a bearskin <laughs> rug somewhere in front of a David fire. You know what? David Coverdale lives in Tahoe. Is I would have rather. I years ago I would have rather been curled up with Tony Catan. But not well, now. Yeah. No, not no, now. No, I, I, I definitely I, take David yeah, Coverdale. Yeah, yeah. I think I take David Coverdale now. <laughs> Be like, ah, I got Botox in my clothes. Yeah. Well, that reaches. I'm pretty sure she's exploded by now. That reaches uh, the end of our journey uh, with uh, Dire Holiday, uh, making our way through Together and Broken. Uh, an thank extra, you. An extra hour of the show. Yes. Yeah, who cares? <laughs> I was like, oh, I don't know if we're gonna make three hours. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> oh, I knew we better can make than that. Twenty-four hours. If you want. Yeah, we're at four <laughs> right. now. We're yeah, at four. Yeah. We're at four All right, right now. Four more. Let's do it. Yeah. <laughs>
<laughs> so uh, thank you both very much for, first of all, for uh, allowing us to play this music, uh, for creating this music, and for spending time with us. So uh, we really appreciate you yeah. guys uh, being with us. And, and secondarily is thank you very much for being part of the Wave Radio Boston family with yes, your show. Right. Absolutely not a pleasure. Uh, because honestly, is you guys, all of you who are listening, is you have got to check out uh, Hal Holiday's Rock and Food Review Tuesdays starting at 6 p.m. Eastern. And don't forget about Eddie Dyer's Double Click Radio noon to 2 That's right. Eastern time on Sundays. Yes. If you want to learn something, mm-hmm. join them. Oh, my God. You however, learn however, so however, however, even if you just want to hear some great fucking rock, Join them on Tuesdays and Sundays. So, so Eddie is my my Sunday morning cleaning ah. house. Ah, oh, that's right. Yeah, you were or threatening to I, send a because morning of starts you at, at noon for a pop. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. You know. well or, or if I yeah, right. Well, if you get up early enough, if you get up early enough, you hit the it's hang like seven a.m. Like fuck, I have to wait four more hours for Eddie. <laughs> if, 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 if you get up Five, early, actually. if you get up early enough on Sunday, then you, you, you can do the hangover helper here at the uh, at, at Wave right? Radio yeah. Boston with the jazz shift from nine to eleven. Actually, what happens usually? I'm a hungover on Monday. Yeah, and yeah. I was, well, I, I listen, Eddie showed like put me to sleep. <laughs> oh, I'm sure he's thrilled with that. Now there's a ringing endorsement. No, no, but I'm gonna listen to this show and put me to sleep. No, but that's but that's that, that's that's but most you, of, that's most that's of our fans. fans. That's the beauty of Waverly of Boston. Though, two, you can listen to the read. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> that went and, nine. And, and that that's what nine. that's what we love about that being here. So, so so again, Bueller. thank you guys, and, and and thank you for sharing. Oh, boy. The big thing is thank you for sharing the the really deep behind the scenes yes. uh, with with this album because hearing over a year ago, hearing the genesis of some of the songs that you have yeah. on this album mm-hmm. and getting to where you are now, what an amazing journey. And we didn't even yeah. know a year ago, yeah. two years ago, what the journey was going to be. So it just right. happened. Right? And, and that's what I love it, of, of being able to be part of that is, and it's not even a, it's just amazing to me that mm-hmm. that we had the opportunity to have some of the most raw recordings out there. Uh, so for well, those of you well, who thank want... Thank you so much. Don't ever play them again. Well, <laughs> Anchor.fm is where you go. Uh, Wave Radio Boston on Anchor.fm. And you know what is is you guys have absolutely nothing to be ashamed of when yes, it comes to that you. performance. I can tell you that. Well, thank you once again uh, for being with us. Uh, thank you so much. Yes. Thank you guys for yeah, having us. Yeah, and we're thrilled to. Uh, and 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 I can. I think I can speak for Paul here. Um, you know, having uh, our um, being able to ex- uh, creatively express ourselves via our radio shows. Oh yeah when we have not had that release as live performers have mm-hmm. been so huge to us. That's great. Yeah, but I, I do want to tell the so boss. thankful I, for that. I, thank, thank you. you. Uh, we, we appreciate that, and I'm glad to hear that, because for us is, is any, if you have a creative outlet that we can help you with, we always want to do. Uh, and, and that comes to the share of the air at waveradioboston.com. Send us an email if anybody's out there listening who, who has that same kind of feeling. Uh, but especially with you guys, is you guys bring some amazing content to this station. Thank so you, thank you. Yes, thank you very much.
All right. Yes, you're raising your hand. You, 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 no, you didn't have anything to say? No, All right. I'm like, I'm like, finish it. All right. <laughs> no, 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 no. Don't lie. You were about to say, life in the fast lane. <laughs> I knew it. I knew you know it. what? It, I hate you. It, it, right. it, I hey, hate Hal, you. Hal, I'm with you. I hate it. I hate it. You know what? Why don't you go screw yourself? Hey, you know? All right. Looking Keith, baby. I get, I get you know what? We too. almost made it. It's, I got a feeling, too. It's tired. All right. Let's get out of here. All right. As always, our biggest thank you is to every one of you listening. We want to hear from you. If you haven't done so yet, please like our Facebook page, Wave Radio Boston Rocks, and share it with your friends. We want to share the air. For more information about your own show, email us at sharetheair at waveradioboston.com. Want to hear your original music on Wave Radio Boston? Email us at media at waveradioboston.com. Go to wrbrocks.com for, for show schedules and everything else Wave Radio Boston. On behalf of Pete Hudson, Becca Lee, and our co-hosts, Eddie Dyer and Hal Holiday, I'm John Anthony thanking you for listening to The First Wave. We hope you can join us again next Thursday at 8 p.m. Eastern. Join the real radio revolution and say F you to FM. We are Wave Radio Boston. Good night, everyone. <laughs> <laughs>